going to just dive right in, and uh, we'll go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Essie, or Erin Spencer, your Dungeon Mistress Storyteller and Ensemble for the evening. My pronouns are she, her, or they in a pinch. And we're going to go around the table and... Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on uh, Garnet first because she's actually in the right in the right place while I adjust the camera. So, Garnet, who are you? Uh, what you got going on? And who are you gonna be playing tonight? Hey y'all. Uh, excuse me while I adjust myself as my foot is already falling asleep. Um, <laughs> my name is I go by Garnet. Um, I also go by Ashton. Uh, I will be playing Amina Nzinga this evening. Um, she is a very chipper. Aladrin Bard, and she is just super excited to start adventuring and find her way to the actual Bard College so she can learn stuff. Awesome. Thank you, Garnet. And uh, uh, let's go with uh, Avalon. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm Avalon. She, her, or they, them. And I play Willow, the... Uh, what do I play? Armor! Artificer! I forgot words. Words are great. Um, I am here twice every two weeks. I'm on the server. Um, I also voice act mostly for shows through Faustian nonsense. Um, actually one that I'm in right now, it has a crowdfunding going. Uh, it's called Karen 1%. Give me just a second here. I, uh, sorry, I was trying to get back to the, um, to the, the elevator. Oh, you're good, you're good, show. you're good. Um, it is a sci-fi musical drama about a black woman who becomes a product manager for a secret federal agency. She's so good at her job that she finds out the products are evil. The story is about her regrets, how they control her, and the ways she tries to overcome them. Um, in that, I play Elba One, an artificial intelligence that slowly becomes more human and gains more sort of human aspects. Um, it's, it's really exciting. This is my second or third computer part i think um it's it's so cool i've already been doing like some work with the director on this and stuff and we've been talking about whatnot um so yeah check it out it's on uh seed and spark it's it's a campaign on there um but yeah i'll get around yes you do and i will link your link tree momentarily Eventually, sorry everybody we were running tree for you yes <laughs> We're running a little late, so we just have to adjust cameras on stream. But uh, with the new avatar, Harmony Knights, New Ordinary Heroes, the Demoness. Hello, who, who are you and who are you playing? <laughs> hi, hi. Uh, I am Renee, also known as the Demoness on my channel. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Harmony Knives, also she, her, my draconic sorcerer warlock, sorlock, yeah, war, sort of a bit of everything. <laughs> How do people combine those classes again? Sorlock, uh, sorlock. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, words are hard, um, but yeah. I suggest just... warcerer as well. War warcerer. I like that. <laughs> I like that too. Um, but yeah, she's here. She's queer. She's ready to kick butt and maybe commit war crimes? I think she's already committed a war crime. Has she already committed a war crime, technically? Uh, How many Geneva I mean, Conventions uh, have we broken? You no, know, it's, 
Geneva <laughs> doesn't exist do in Valerian. I mean, our, no Geneva here. Yeah, our, our last our last campaign was okay. be gay, commit cosmic cosmic war crimes specifically. So, okay. yeah, it's it's kind of a thing. As I slam on my keyboard. <laughs> okay, Geneva. Who is stress the yeah right? <laughs> stress the point there. And yeah, that's me. I don't think you'll be tried for war crimes as long as the military you are a part of is the one in charge. Do with you know that what? information what you will, That's... but mm -hmm. the system Lord. condones your actions currently. That yeah. is true. That is true. And uh, really excited to see the new avatar when when she jumped in. We're all like, hey, and also in the same vein, what? And I, I kind of, I was doing the same thing earlier. So Rory with also with the new avatar, which I was just as excited about, but I screamed about a half an hour ago. <laughs> And uh, with Renee's, it was kind of like, surprise, now we're going live. So uh, let's everyone else scream and geek out about uh, Kinela and uh, Rory. What you got going on? And tell hey. us a little bit about your new, uh, your new avatar. Oh, I made it. I made it myself with, with my hands and my iPad. So I do art and like, I'll do art for you, you know, in exchange for money. That'd be cool. I am Rory. My pronouns are they, he. And I am playing Key, this lovely warlock, whose pronouns are they, them. Awesome. And who would like to do a recap for either a luck point or DM inspiration? Um, I might need help filling in some of the details, but um, I remember a gold dragon? Question yes. Mark? Yes. That was a tarot card pull. Yes, it was. Uh, when we were still um, outside Halavos, uh, <clears throat> and it essentially said that the dragons were going to protect the gods from us, uh, which is fair. We can't be trusted. But um, after that, uh, we went back to Halavos, switched ships to the Intrepid, a ship that Willow actually came to Halavos on um, just a couple days prior. After that, we set out for Bastion's Hold, which took about a about a ten day, a little less than a ten day, um, and that's where we currently are. I I know I'm missing something, but I can't think of what it was. Um, but I know that the the dominant part of last session was us traveling to Bastion's Hold, uh, yeah. getting some like RP and stuff. I remember spooky spooky dream vision. Maybe not mm -hmm. dream, maybe mm -hmm. a vision. Yeah, right. a little bit of both. Yeah. Shared dream, Harmony, Amina, Mabel. Mm -hmm. Yes. I remember and, that. And we, we decided to put a pin in that um, and tuck it away in our little compartmentalized little trauma boxes. pouch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put it on the highest shelf so we don't have to look <laughs> at it. <laughs> wow, look at that. That level seven problem. What? <laughs> Now let's just bump it up to level like twenty. <laughs> let's just never come back to that until the epilogue. <laughs> well, go ahead and give your uh, give yourself DM inspiration, uh, both of you. And if you already have it, go ahead and take a luck point. Add that into your uh, temporary luck point. And again, any any luck point that is given out through inspiration or through a tarot card expires after you use it. So that you can, you can kind of stockpile this. That being said. Uh, currently playing one of our music partners at ASK2, 
uh, and we are grateful to have them as a music partner. They are awesome. Go check them out. Links in the chat. Uh, also, uh, this is a game and an entire community that is queer witches playing tabletop role-playing games. So if you're queer or a witch or enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you can jump into our Discord there uh, for more of all of that. But without further ado... Oh, and of course our tarot card system. You know, a lot of people are checking us out tonight as a new thing, so we appreciate y'all. We see y'all. And uh, this is the deck. It's the Adventurous Tarot, D&D-themed tarot specifically. My personal favorite, other than the one I actually use for like actual readings or craft or someone's going to pay me. And I'm lighting candles and getting real spooky and the lights are flickering in my house. That one is over by the altar sitting next to Isis. So. Uh, but the one for a D&D, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Nikki, <laughs> take care of yourself. I know you want to support the chat, but take care of yourself. It is beautiful. So Weirdworks LLC. Uh, also, Nikki, we love you. We're sending feel better. I know. <laughs> uh, there it is. It's the Weirdworks LLC Adventurous Tarot. Were you, you going to say something, Avalon? Yeah. Uh, before we dive into Bastion's Hold, can I sort of have a little retroactive thing uh, during the, the trip? Yeah, yeah, totally. Trip. Um, Probably on the second day after things have had a chance to sort of marinate. Mm -hmm. um, Good word. <laughs> at some point, <clears throat> um, Willow would very much like to come to harmony with the little basket of fairy berries that we found mm -hmm. in the forest. I was Yay. promised science mm -hmm. and we did not do the science and this must <laughs> be rectified. <laughs> the science is going to be eating a berry together, but that's beside the point. No, no, Patience. no. The science um, is going to be me supervising you, darling, eating a berry and documenting the results. Right. Okay. Um, I think just in case, um, just to avoid any issues, Willow would um, get out of her armor and uh, unstrap the prosthetic arm just to like make sure there's no issue with the mechanics or anything. Um, cause she doesn't know what she's gonna do. She doesn't know what she'll do when she eats it. Um, and then she'll, uh, sort of look at it for a second, see if there's anything, like, noticeable about the berry, anything that leaps out to her. She is determinedly not a chemist in any sense, so. Trial and error, baby! <laughs> I, I'm okay. assuming she doesn't notice anything off-putting. It's It looks like a berry, I guess. Okay. So who's eating it? The... Okay. Yeah, you. no, it, it, it looks like a little blueberry, but it's it's particularly fat and plump, and it has a little sheen to it. And it's sort of yeah, it looks like a blueberry, but it's a particularly delicious blueberry. Okay, um, yeah, then she'll just throw it down. She'll eat it. <laughs> Anyone else? Amina is watching. sitting there with like a healing spell like on deck just in case this goes <laughs> terribly wrong. Okay, so just I want to imagine Willow. this is happening. I want to imagine this is happening while uh, Mabel is baking cookies and stuff. Like <laughs> so she's oh, not like, there to like stop Willow. You. <laughs> exactly. Willow was like, quick, Mabel's busy, let's go. Um <laughs> now's the time. We write it down. Go ahead and um, make a constitution saving throw for me. Of course. A Yeah, she popping off. These were obvious fade trap berries, by the way, for anyone that needs additional context. Like little little basket of miniature berries. Or like a little miniature basket that had full size berries in it. Kind of an interesting juxtaposition there, but 
I'm going to resist the urge to use a luck point on that. That's a 10. Ooh. Making me change the music and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go! <laughs> Quick trip to the Feywild. Let's, let's go. I mean, at least we have a guide. That's very true. And you also, know what? Willow's girlfriend that she didn't tell she was leaving for Holobos. Uh, oh my God. She's from the Feywild. She hasn't Ooh. told anyone that. She's a she's a dream druid. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I didn't write a resolution to that. Like in my in my backstory doc, I'm just like, yeah, Willow didn't tell her. She assumed her friend would. Uh, she just left. I don't know what she knows. Oh. Willow doesn't know what she knows or what's gonna happen. But Hello. she's very short sighted. She was excited. She was thrilled oh. at the prospect of this beacon, and she dropped literally everything to go pursue it. The um, even leave a note. Hey, she left, be back in she three left months. A note, <laughs> she left a note for her friend uh, that she was going to do stuff in Cassandros with, um, but she didn't have a chance to like contact Bloom, and it's it's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. What were you saying, DM? Okay, you know the. You know what a ship looks like, right? You know, you know that, that a ship has has interconnecting boards and Great a mast and everything like that. You're yeah. are you are you below deck in the hold or are you on on the deck? On top. Okay. On top, so that if we need to throw up, it's the okay. I'm very so excited. so the, the first thing you notice is that the mast and the ship itself starts to breathe, and it's just kind of like oh okay, you know, everything breathes. Does it Including the wood. <laughs> the wood is just kind of like... I look and the mast is also the, like... Um, everything is moving I look, slightly. I uh, sort of like study the ship and see if I can uh, discern any other details or anything like that. Uh, and as, as she's doing this, Willow relays everything that she's seeing and experiencing uh, out loud uh, in the name of science. In the name of science. How many definitely Science has as little... understood by an actor, not okay. a scientist. <laughs> Just want to be clear on that. <laughs> so so you're relaying this, but what what everyone else is hearing is something that is much more slow and it it's kind of slow and it kind of drones out like, hey, the mast is breathing. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> something no. along, yeah. The so, things that Willow does in the name of science. Mm -hmm. How many get high? Making notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Presumably, if she were a chemist, she'd have been smarter about this, but she's not. Can gonna, how many um, like snap <laughs> her fingers in front of? Uh, oh no! Willow's face. I was going to say, what does like... what does Harmony look like too? <laughs> Harmony is just a little bit wavy. Um, as Harmony snaps her fingers. To just turn my volume down just a smidgen. 75 sounds good. Okay. Harmony snaps her fingers and it's like, it's like this shock wave that just continuously assaults your uh, senses. And you just hear this ringing in your ears after Harmony kind of snaps. It's, it's like somebody's casting a spell right in your face. And as you kind of close your eyes and open to readjust, everything around you starts to blur and the ship kind of fades away below you 
and all of the colors start to kind of swirl and blend together before fading into darkness. And then you feel like you are in this three-dimensional plane of darkness, of just blackness, of void, kind of moving forward on your feet touching something. You're kind of floating, but also moving forward at the same time. And as you kind of rapidly move, you can feel wind rushing against your face. And the darkness turns to almost like this shadowed portal that you can see before you. And as this portal starts to form, you're almost getting a second glimpse of another world. There is mist all around what is forming now as these two stone archways with the same kind of pattern of interconnected sort of not patterns very celtic that kind of winds all the way around the arch and the runes are glowing is it what is it almost like is it almost like uh key's background right now the swirling Uh, yes something like that (laughs) something Um, like that (laughs) and as you kind of gaze through the portal it kind of envelops you and there's just this smoke as if you're looking through a veil of smoke And you can see that there is a statue of this elvish warrior at the far side. And this elvish warrior has, uh, it's a stone statue, and there are wreaths and flowers adorned around the statue itself, as if this is a place of great importance and great ceremony. There is a plaque, but it is written in a language that you do not recognize as any language that is... uh, languages do you speak oh willow i think she only speaks elven and dwarven but let me let me check real quick that's gonna be important elvish dwarvish and draconic interesting okay. enough hey. uh, you do not recognize any of the languages here whatever it is it's a stylized language but you can see there is a woman who is kneeling before the statue and you just hear the faintest sound of sobbing. What is the what does the woman look like? The woman is dressed uh, entirely in black, like this sort of black dress that has, um, it's sort of like long and wispy, and it's, it has this this train behind it that is sort of this uh, semi-translucent silk, and she has a hood over her head. Otherwise, it's just sort of like silk. Uh, like a silk satin cloth, almost like a like a velvet in certain places, um, but otherwise it's sort of like this silk blend. Uh, and she has sort of like leather buckles and straps around uh, that you can see kind of that come in front, almost like an armor. And her hood is up; it's like a pointed hood, almost like a witch's hood. And you can see there is smoke coming from her face. She is not facing you, but there's smoke coming from under the hood, like right. black shadowy smoke. How far away does this person seem? I know I'm like glimpsing through a portal essentially, but right. So you kind of you could technically step through, and but everything is kind of like moving and undulating back and forth, so it's hard to get a real a good grasp on distance because you're kind of always perpetually moving in and out, and it's kind of the world around you is also breathing up and down, right. in and out. Well, and the rocking of the ship probably doesn't help. Like, the actual rocking of the ship. Um, Okay, so my question is, how present, like, how cognizant is Willow currently? 
would she have this sense of like you know um being aware that she probably shouldn't step through any weird portals or is she too sort of gone as it were my response is to not answer that <laughs> understood um or the answer to your question is to not answer it science Damn. you're a terrible influence um, I am do it for science <laughs> do it for science the things Willow does for science mm -hmm. so she describes the scene that she has experienced so far and I, I know you said it's like that slow sort of um I'm I'm going I'm gonna try to go through the portal. Uh and she'll she'll take a few steps forward. Yeah. Uh, well what she thinks is forward anyway. Uh you, towards it. You kind of step through and it's almost like stepping through a thick veil of fog. And the portal still remains behind you. It's like stepping in between two worlds, one in t uh, that is comprised entirely of blackness and another one that is vibrant and colorful, yet somehow somber in the situation. And you kind of step through these ripples, almost like stepping through a filmy barrier of gelatin, but it's sort of like liquid, but it doesn't moisten your clothes. You just step through. It's a very strange sensation, like almost like when you put your hand through water. So your whole mm -hmm. body walks through essentially this upright barrier of water but you do not get wet in the process you just step through right and you can see this green cliff top shrouded in mist and this woman in tears and immediately running around you you see very unique figures an elf a bugbear a hobgoblin, a fairy, a very small fairy, and a half-elf kind of rush forward. And they seem to be... They seem to be digging for something below the surface of the statue. And one of them begins to cast a magic spell and you can see that a small latch at the bottom of the statue just opens kind of slides out and eventually they're able to recover a small ornate steel chest has the same runes and seems to be glowing with this silvery light and has these roiling shadows coming out of it. These five individuals that seem to be acting with some semblance of importance or urgency, somehow between this the basin that was at the base of the statue, this receptacle, and the digging about uh, just a few feet below the base of the statue, managed to open this chest. Shortly thereafter, there is this pulse of energy that sends you flying about 20 feet back through the portal. <laughs> but you can see still that visage before you. 
And as the smoke and dust clears, these five individuals that had dug into the ground, that had accessed some form of hidden magical receptacle that seemed to contain a key of some kind inside of the statue, there now stands where the sixth woman was, the woman with smoke roiling from her hood. She pulls the hood back, and she is headless. And there is thick black smoke billowing from her neck. The individuals beside her kneel in reverence and present to her the opened chest. She reaches in. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, do I get the sense that any of them have noticed me or had noticed me when I was closer? No, no, you seem to be uh, When I was closer, was there anything I could see on the statue for identifying at all um, that I can read? I know you said there were languages I couldn't. Just the plaque um, that seems to be in a language that you don't understand or recognize given your three languages. Okay. Um, while they were doing that, that digging and messing about with the box and stuff, could I try to... Um, sort of memorize and relay uh, details about the statue as much as I can yeah. in that in that handful of seconds before that happens. Yeah, go ahead and make it an go ahead and make an intelligence check for me. Sure. Just to see how well you memorize this trip. It's uh, 21. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Memorizing facts about the statue. Okay. She reaches into the box and she pulls out what seems to be a round object in a old dingy sack. She stands to block your view, reaches into the sack, removes an old decayed head from it and places it atop her neck. The smoke billows and roils once more, and you can see this sort of circular spherical void that appears before her, and the wind kicks up once more. It's a slow burn this time, and a second pulse of energy. You slide back. And as you gaze into this viewing portal, and the smoke clears a second time, the five individuals, now on their hands and knees, crawling, pick themselves up to the point where they remain kneeling. And you can see a completely different visage before you. Almost as if toned in grayscale, there is a figure that seems to walk amongst both worlds standing before you. Enthralled and embroiled in shadow that seems to compose her very essence. There are two menacing-looking black and silver blades that now glow, also roiling with smoke on her back. Her robes of mourning now switched to, seem to have been replaced by this battle-ready leather armor with about a, a dozen straps and belts that seem to wrap around her in this form-fitting leather 
leather armor that she's wearing. The hair is sort of braided on one side, almost like an undercut with a braid swept over to one side. And she kind of runs her fingers through her hair and shadow roils from her fingertips and from her head as she does this. She looks up to face the statue. Still not facing you. And she reaches out a hand to the statue. And everyone remains kneeling. She slowly puts a hand back over her heart and then to her side. Takes a deep breath. Smoke comes out with her exhale. And as she turns, you can see landing behind her a black unicorn with a horn that sparks with electricity. It also has wings of raven down. And as it lands and kicks up a gale, these other five struggling to maintain their composure, the unicorn itself also seems to be sparkling with electricity and atmosphere of some kind. She runs a hand over the mane of the unicorn, eyes glowing with purple shadow flame. And then slowly she turns, her eyes glowing a pale crimson. She looks directly at you, just turns her head to the side. And in that Hello, moment, <laughs> in that moment, you just feel a and you just feel a snap like a falling dream. <sighs> and you are on your back, looking up at the sky, approaching Bastion's Hold. The rest of you, very concerned for Willow, as he was unconscious for several hours. <laughs> oh. Several hours. Oh lord! Several hours? I had a fucking impromptu yes. nap on the deck. I'm assuming everyone is standing around you in a panic, but Mabel likely standing beside you trying to make sure that you are yeah. okay. She never stopped breathing. Her heart rate increased exponentially. But beyond that, here you are. Uh, so uh, that wasn't a, a good idea. Um, Go ahead and make another constitution saving throw for me to see if you vomit immediately. Oh no. Don't you cut those berries. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. She does. Yeah, I, I, I could make no. it. I don't mean like it won't <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm choosing not to make the save. Okay. She vomits. Yep. Yeah. Um, she like, she starts to sit up, lurches a little bit and like scampers to the, to the rail to throw up over the side. Oh, I think you muted yourself somehow. That's because I forgot to hold oh, okay. the fucking button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Silent retching. Yeah. It was very dainty. Yeah. I actually I actually dated a girl <laughs> once that had like, she was like, I got to puke. And I was like, what? And she got out and all I heard was, eh. that's it, just like, eh. I was oh like, my God. Um, and then there was a like, eh. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yep, yeah, I'm good. We're good. Yeah. After just few, like that. After, a few, <laughs> after like 30 seconds of dealing with that, um, and she, when she's, like, sure she's done, she sort of, like, 
turns back around and slumps down with her back to the rail and just sits there for a second. Oh, all right. Um, I'm all right. I I think. Oh shit. Are you sure? Cause, darling, you were out for several hours. Hours? Seriously? Hours. Yes. I was. It felt like just a few minutes to me. Um. That was no. That was so much more than I could have expected. Uh, DM, how many more berries are left? I only ate one. Uh, probably, I think five. Five? Yeah. Do I get the sense that they're, um, that they're, like, spoiling at the rate fruit normally would? They look, like, like, they do look they... completely fresh. Okay, and we've had them for days, so. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. That was a, that was a bad idea. I think. Um, and she, she like explains everything she saw, um, and gives this like detailed description of the uh shadowy figure in smoke and the um statue. Does any of that sound familiar to you? She asks Amina, um Oh um I'm assuming it was Feywild stuff. I don't know anything about it, but I mean there was a fairy there and I think I would need to, to see the statue myself in order to really know if I I know what it is. There's quite a few statues just in the Feywild, so I, I don't exactly know. Right. But... What about what about the woman? I, I... Smoke. Would I know anything head. about her? Okay, Amina, please make a history check at advantage because you're from the Kairosian Empire. Oh, it's a Kairosian thing. Kind of. Kind of. Alrighty then. That's a nine. Uh, hold on. A Sixteen plus history. So total of nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. What they're describing seems to be coincidental with an ancient legend that the Empire is actively investigating. You know that the Empire is currently involved in exploration and expansion in the southeast, southeast of the Conspires, in the uh, Iridian Ocean. And... in the Iridian Ocean, to the southeast of the main continent of Karnos. There is a lost ancient land there that would be the equivalent of Avalon. Actual, not Avalon, our Avalon, but, you know, the land of Avalon. I know what you're talking about. There is an ancient land that is shrouded in mist known as Veralia. And it's rumored or so the legend goes, that an ancient warrior by the name of Avarisa, an elvish archer, fought alongside her partner during the Second Infernal Crusade against Ariak the Betrayer. Side by side, Avarisa and Kalia Keleneth fought with a force of fey creatures at their beck and call, at their command, 
against Ariak. After the war, choosing to retire with those who sought promise of peace everlasting. Seeing how easily the mortals were twisted and corrupted by Ariok, a contingency that bound them to both the Feywild and the Material Plane, a promise that they had made in order to fight Ariok, bid them to return, never to have contact with the Material Plane in full ever again, lest they lose their own brethren and siblings in a war that was allowed a crusade that was allowed to happen because of the vulnerability and corruptibility of humans. The first dread lieutenant of Ariak the Betrayer, famously or infamously, a governor predatores of the Arcassian Empire, became the dread lord of Ariak's infernal horde. After fulfilling this duty, these two heroes, along with both the creatures of the Fae and many elves, many of your kin, who chose to travel with them and leave this world behind, traveled to the east, into mist, into the ancient undying lands of Veralia. And it is there that they remain shrouded in mist. But there are members of the Zenith who believe that old myth from thousands of years ago may be shrouded in truth. And like a contemporary lost ancient civilization enthusiast, they actively seek to discover and reconnect with this ancient land, believing it to be a physical place. So far, their explorations and expeditions have been fruitless. But what the Zenith has discovered is that there is an abnormally thick shroud of mist, a perpetual mist that surrounds a landmass that they have seen in the distance through the fog, but have never been able to reach. Whoever travels into the fog and the mist ultimately sails right back out the other side from whence they started several hours later. However, even being able to see a landmass in the fog, once thought of as a hallucination, is now considered to be proof that this landmass actually exists and that there is a particular brand of arcane magics at work that protects it. And the Empire is determined to make contact. The statue of an elvish woman with a bow and arrow is likely the hero Avarisa. And with a 19, uncertain as to who the other individual is, it could be a creature of myth, the one that you recognize as a Dulahan, or it could be connected somehow to Kalia Kelaneth. So Amina will relay all of that back to the group and then just say, I'm not sure if that really has anything to do with what we've got going on now, but I mean, 
I always love learning about my home country, so if you want to check things out later... Maybe. I mean, if we're chasing down these beacons, we'll be in the Kairosian Empire eventually. I just... Yes. Because there are some over there. Um... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that was a heck of a trip. <laughs> yeah. Indeed it was. Oh. <clears throat> um... Here... I don't know if these are useful, but there's still five of these these berries. Do you want them? They might be more useful to you than they are to me. If if I could, would it be okay if I took one? Sure. Thank you. I I don't see why not. Um, and Willow will will give her a berry. Um. And then uh, hold out the little basket for Amina if she wants it. Yeah, she, she'll take it. Uh, I will happily be the keeper of the berries uh, from now on. And then I just kind of like put my, my finger on Khadija and just be like, these are not for you. Do not eat oh them. Oh my god, can you imagine oh. Khadija eating them? That's, oh, our, that's no. our next BBEG. Um, <laughs> I... I don't know what's going on, but I mean, we just left the gods floating in the ocean. So, some ancient myth being real doesn't seem that un that that impossible. No, it um, doesn't. What do you think? Uh, she looks toward Key. Uh, well, is Key there or not? Probably. Yeah. What do you What do you think about all this? It is not something that I wish to consume me. I have much more important thoughts than um, berries. Right. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here for a little bit. Um. Do you have water? Do you need water? You you, you were unconscious uh, and then you, you threw up kind of a lot. So do you need water? Uh yeah, probably. And she'll she'll like get up and slowly walk back toward where she left her armor and arm um and retrieve a, a water from her from her bag. That's that's a good idea. Oh hell. Oh, my mom would kill me if she knew I was doing that. All right. You're sure you're she fine. She just like pauses. Yeah. She doesn't say anything else. She's just like not sure what else to say. She's just standing there drinking water. Um, sorry. What were you saying, Harmony? Uh, you're sh you're sure you'll be o okay. Yes. I don't know yet, but I don't I don't hurt or anything. Um, ship's no longer breathing, so that's something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It was I choose to assume I, I, I choose to assume that the ship had like Pixar's cars style oh, no. eyes. And oh, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Can you imagine riding on a ship that's chow? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, but you have it now. It's I in do. your brain. It is in my brain. Um Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I meant to do that last session and forgot to like talk about it, 
No, you're fine. But... That was amazing. Yeah. I appreciate um, that. that. That was great. I think Willow will just take the rest of that day um, to not be in her armor and not be wearing the prosthetic arm for a while. Um, and just sort of processing and drinking water and eating bready things and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, a good idea, yeah. And uh, just mentally trying to make sure she doesn't end up accidentally telling her, her stepmom that she took drugs on a boat. Um, <laughs> they were fae drugs. Yes. So they were even more potent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. She does think that trading the little wind up toy for that was not a fair deal, but in the sense that she ripped off the fae on accident. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all I got. Yeah. Harmony yeah. will definitely, like, occasionally, like, every hour or so, just come and check in on you. Make sure you're not losing limbs, passing also, out. Someone, uh, someone yeah, drew a tarot card. It's Anna. Ooh. But yeah, I assume she's okay. She would just, like, probably wander the deck a little bit just to stretch her legs and You'd, you'd probably see her doing some um, some like stretches and massages of her shoulder um, of her left shoulder where the arm is, is gone um, and just sort of like working out um, working out those muscles and tendons and stuff um, yeah I don't know she, she's deliberately not doing much at the moment so but I assume she's fine. It's up to the DM whether or not she is. But I assume she's fine. Okay. So are you in the hold currently? I think she'd stay up top. Um, okay, okay. Fresh air. J just to stay, like, in the open air in case she throws up again. And, you know, not wanting to be in a small space if she can avoid it. Stand by while I open up. I realized I was in the wrong dock here. I'm in the Centaurum dock, and I need to be not in that one. I need to be in the Heaven's Fire dock. Do because it. this is that's, that's the wrong stream, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Crossover episode. Let's go. Love it. Hi, so. Ava. I see you. I'll definitely let you know. Heaven's Fire. There we go. That's the one. Good. Want to mention my appreciation for it, whether it's a Dulahan or not. That just I love, I love the whole imagery of everything that happened in that vision. It's so cool. Thank you. So, um, that is an excerpt from the Heaven's Fire prequel that we did over on World Building Weirdos. There was an entire Heaven's Fire. It was uh, it was the precursor to the prequel. And it was kind of like a teaser that we did of the world. And it is of the third faction. The third faction that we have yet to actually formally introduce in this game. So. Exciting. Yeah. I also very badly want to just like meet these people that are seeking the lost civilization. I. Uh, Archaeology is so cool, you guys. It really is. Anthropology is so cool, you guys. <laughs> um... Oh, I was like, where is it? It's on my yeah. phone. <laughs> Aren't you glad you took drugs for science? Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I think when she's had a, a chance to um, sort of process her thoughts a little bit, 
She'd probably um, look toward Harmony again and just thank you for being there for that. Um, of course. I think we might need to be a bit more methodical with uh, our science in the future. Um, I, I think we were as methodical as two people who aren't the most proficient in that kind of science could be. Trial and error has its ways of both working and not working. 50-50 chance. Uh, sure. Um, I mean, you're alive. I am alive, probably. Uh, unless we're all dead, which I don't think is true. But, um... <laughs> That would be a right change Sorry. if we all died before we got the Bastion's Hall. <laughs> Level 3 TPK, let's go! Um, we got two tarot cards waiting on the deck, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anything um, can happen, really, truly. Oh, truly. I I meant to um, tell y'all, since I had missed uh, the tail end of last um, episode, Session. that, yeah. yes, uh, that he would probably be spending that time like reading and um, really, really reading, doing a lot of journaling, small talk here and there, but not initiating anything and trying to do something possibly from the book that they're studying. So it's been, it's been about a week. Are you proficient in Alchemist Kit? Absolutely not. Okay, go ahead and uh, do me a favor and roll a series of um, three intelligence checks for me to see how well you're able to pick up on what's in the book. Yep. And if... I do have a, just a note to the party in general, honestly. I do have the ability to create a set of artisan's tools if needed. So if someone wants a tool set of some kind, I can make them. Um, if we need them, if you wanted some alchemy tools, um, yeah. Okay. I have 11, mm -hmm. 21, mm -hmm. and 15. Okay. Go ahead and mark off two out of three needed to gain proficiency. The next time you have downtime, you can try and get that third one. Ooh. You're getting close. Yep. Two out of three flashes of insight. Two out of three flashes of insight or understanding needed to gain proficiency based on your mother's writing. So, good use of downtime. So many tower pools. I got three. So, ooh. Oh, that's something. That's one we have not seen before. Okay. So, first and foremost. That's exciting. See. Amina, do you have a chosen deity, a preferred deity that Amina follows? Um, yes. Just one second. Okay. There's a lot to, there's a lot to choose from. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to pause and come back and let you look that up. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to shuffle Ava's to the front. And we'll come back to Anna's. Because Anna's is very specific to, given the current party composition, might be specific to Amina. Okay. Inverse. So, 
Ava's. There's also two more cards in the in the queue. All right. Can I have everyone actually? Given that you just had the that specific vision, Avalon, can you go ahead and roll a d4 for me? But of course. That's a two. Roll again. <laughs> you already did that one. That's a three. Okay. All right. Have all of you seen Fay Rondale, or was it just all of? Have any of you actually seen the fairy dragon I, above game? Whoever whoever was on the on the ship when that other dragon. I okay. Think Willow's the so, only one who didn't. I right. think Willow's the only one who didn't because she was downstairs. Okay. So. As you are recovering, Avalon, as you are recovering, you hear a voice from over your shoulder. It's familiar. You heard it recently when you encounter the dragon. It is the voice of that strange fairy dragon that you had encountered that turned back into a bird and gave you all pause for concern. It's now a beautiful feathered parrot. But you hear that voice from over your shoulder. And there is nothing there over your shoulder. It's telepathic speech. And as you look around, you can see over on Key's shoulder is that vibrantly colored feathered bird. And he's looking directly at you. And the telepathic speech that you receive is... That was an interesting vision, was it not? Um, I think Willow replies out loud. Because she doesn't know that she doesn't have to. Right. Um, I, I don't think she's had any experience with telepathic speech to this point. So all of her replies are out loud. Yeah, yeah, it was. Do you have who any idea who that was that you saw? Not in the slightest. Oh, uh, go ahead and, and uh, look over at uh, Kinelo. You see that beautiful bird? And just kind of spreads his wings and does a little preening, like wax key in the head with his, with his wing while he does yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, key. The, big, the, the <laughs> wings on the absolutely gives Faye the dirtiest look. <laughs> like, why? And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> and he says, it is I. But enough about that. Do you have any idea who that was that you just saw in your vision? Only what Amina said after um should i know who that is what you saw was a premonition of things already in motion 
I would be remiss if I told you more. I simply cannot. Call it... Can't or won't? I value my existence, so I cannot. So won't, because you're afraid of what'll happen. I cannot! There are rules to follow. Bird. I am not a bird. This is just a visage. A very beautiful visage at that. Ah! Well, it's a bird. Y you look like a bird. I am a high council member of the Fae Court. I'm not simply a yeah, bird. Right now, right now we're on a boat in not the Fae Court. So Miss me bird. with this logic. <laughs> <laughs> Miss me? <laughs> Miss me with this no, please. <laughs> I love him. What am I what am I supposed to do with this information? Why are you telling me this? If the head of the Dolahan, Dinela Keleneth, has been returned to her at the feet of the statue of the warrior goddess Evarisa. It means that the mists of Ralia will soon part. And the rest of the world will have access to the Shrouded Isles. This vision is a vision of utmost importance. Somehow, I don't know how, with whatever is happening, something big. And indeed, was... that is the figure of Kalia Keleneth, the ancient warrior of shadow, and her steed, the Rue, the shadowed avatar. Why? Why am I getting this vision? Why are you telling me this? Because you ate the berries. I ate a berry, but you ate one berry, and it gave you a hallucinogenic vision of the future. The events have the already been set in motion so what am i supposed to do that's halfway across the world i'm not expecting you to she's do anything she's very exasperately arguing with the air about, around her by the way this is all out loud i want to be super clear on that <laughs> but i fear that your friend amina the empire within which she dwells have already been searching for this isle for some time might be prudent to fill her in on the situation and affirm her thoughts. This is indeed Kalia Keleneth. And, as I said, if her head has been reunited with her body, the mists around Veralia will no longer exist. As part of a sacred act to seclude the island and to secret it away from the rest of the world, she removed her own head and placed it in a sacred iron box. A sacred rite of self-sacrifice that, if having been reversed, has been, in fact, reversed. The mist that shrouds the island will fade quickly and indefinitely. The Shrouded Isles are not just one landmass, but several connected by multiple bridges made of pure crystalline rainbow color. An actual rainbow bridge, yes. Exciting. Um, I don't know what to do with this information other than give it to Amina, so... Just keep thanks, it in mind, because there I are guess. larger things at work. 
I felt it prudent to help you make sense of this vision that you so hastily rushed into, consuming one of the sacred berries on a ship. I'm assuming that that was no... not pleasant. It wasn't. I didn't know they were sacred. I didn't know anything about them. They just looked like blueberries. Um... Well, you have now, Partook. And now this is a vision and a knowledge which you must bear. Fantastic. Uh... All right, well, thank you for all that. I'm going to go elsewhere now. Yes, yes. I've had enough of this anyway. All right. So that was additional insight granted to you by Avis card, which now this is kind of a big deal. So this is this is filling in the gaps indefinitely. So confirming this is indeed Kalia Kalaneth. Her head's been reunited with her body. The mist around Viralia is gone. And if that's the case, the Empire is going to bump into that aisle real soon, imminently, like within the next few days. And he said that this is a vision of events that are already in motion. So okay. kind of a big deal. Yeah, introducing a and now you have this knowledge of exactly what's happening on the far side of the world. So that is Ava's, and that is from the Fae. So this is the Fae card. Very beautiful. Weirdworks LLC. Can you can you throw those names you were saying in chat, please? Uh, I'll just share it in the roll 20. And with Whatever that card, works. with that card, so, uh, yeah, thanks to Ava, you get to actually see the, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's the one in your vision. Elia Kellaneth, Mistress of Shadows. Oh, that is that is fantastic. Hi, Mom. I uh, love it. And her trusty steed, the Shadowed Avatar of Larue. Ooh. And those are okay. under the tab Viralia. Pretty pony. Yes, of which I will be adding more. And that's kind of a big deal. By the way, Amina, did you figure out who the goddesses, god or goddesses that you worship or that you follow or acknowledge? Yeah. Um, well, definitely Isindra, but also Lyanra as well. Um, like both of them are just kind of the ones that she would be the most... If she got into something super deep, those are usually the two she calls upon. She's not, like, super devout, just because she never really wanted to, like, be a cleric or anything. Mm -hmm. So she's just like, these are the two that speak to me the most in terms of what I want with my own life. So, but she's more leading toward, am I saying that right? Lan oh, Lanaria, yeah. Lanaria, okay. yeah. So go ahead and... Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's good. Go ahead and roll a d4 for me, Amina. Oh, d4. Okay. Yep. Hey, Transgirl 101. Thank you for the follow. We have a clear quartz in the mix, too. Ooh, I got a actually... four. I don't know if that's good or not. That's four mermaids that come and try to kidnap you. Okay. I don't think that I have to try very hard. <laughs> this one I have to look up. Oh, thank God. Thank God you're here. This cruise sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Okay. Wow, that, that is going to change the course of the game. Oh, no. Okay. So, Anna, I just want to let you know the card you pulled is the Celestial. Very pretty. And it was upright. And a four on a d4 of rolling a Celestial upright is the party gains one advantage at the DM's discretion in any way, shape, or form, whether through a physical avatar, a vision, or a blessing of the Planner Ally spell. Whoa. So that will be something that we will address as soon as we get off the fucking boat. <laughs> because I will... I demand I will three more sessions on the boat. I will no. remind both, no. both our friends in, in chat and our cast members that all of these tarot cards will have... We have to get off the ship first. <laughs> okay. And uh, there is a there is something that we can roll for. There is a clear quartz. So go ahead, and I'm going to have the four of you. Yep. Do actually... Uh, so Willow just got a benefit, and Amina got a benefit. So I'm going to say Harmony and uh, Key. Why don't uh, the two of you each roll a d20 for me? Rollies. All right. Yeah, rollies. I got a 15. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. All right. Key. So you are going to gain advantage on the next insight check or a character suffering from uh, effect, uh, a status effect may choose to gain one blessing of lesser restoration. I'm assuming you're going to want the next advantage on wisdom insight. Yes. Okay, so remember everyone, you're you're responsible for keeping track of these in your notes. I recommend the additional info section in your character I sheet. I have a nice Okay. Oh, cool. I have a nice sticky notepad and a pencil. So, thank you Godkin uh Devin for uh the clear quartz and that will give key advantage on the next insight check until uh, until they use it. So, we got a couple more and I think we can do the other one while we're still on the ship. So Ava had the Fae, Anna had the Celestial, the Fae we were able to take care of, and Nick and Husky. This one I think is a quick one. So that would go to Renee by default. See, we're getting really good at this. We're kind of chugging along here. I know exactly where this one is. And because it's Renee. Ooh, yeah, roll a d4, Renee. Ah. D4. Durgan. It's a Durgan. <laughs> One. One dragon. Uh, <laughs> uh. Okay. Once again, uh, to all my friends who I love very much, we have to get off the ship first. <laughs> Fine. So, this kind of like this just makes you want to stay yeah. on the ship even more, seeing how much you're like, <laughs> you got to get off the boat. We're like, and the we're other like one, pulling up weird. to the docks, and there's like, three X's and a yeah, pissed yeah, yeah. off dog and we're just like, nope! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> what did you expect? Rory. So, okay, so Nick, yours was the ranger. Okay, the ranger card. And one of the rangers, uh, one of the, rolling a one on the ranger card is upright, is a representative of one of the following organizations of the DM's choosing. It reaches out either 
in an ambush for the characters, or with a proposal for the characters. One way or another, there is a social encounter. Or, if appropriate, in the wilds. If it's inverse, it would be a combat encounter. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the other one is a weekly aspected three of humanoids. It was kind of sideways, but it's inverse. Three of humanoids, upside down. And that is another social encounter, which we'll get to. So that was from, that was from Rory. So, in the meantime, in order to do the first two, to do the Celestial and to do the Ranger, you will need to get <laughs> onto dry land first. And I also have a wild card from last session that I can use. It is an upright dungeon mistress, and it allows me a wild card wherein I can Did give you a little DM boop as needed. Um, I thought... Did you have one in this game too? I thought that was Yes, I did. I had I had one in both games. I had so I had a negative wow. DM boop in the other one. So I had Vegvisir inverse oh. and Stormwatch, which is yeah, so that was inverse, so it's I it's a DM boop for a negative. This is upright, so it's right. a DM boop for a positive. So okay. I'm gonna put that no, aside. We're good, there. we're good. Okay. Okay. Whew. Alright. Thanks everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna check and yeah, make sure we have nothing else pending in the queue. We've addressed also, all of those did you throw those names in the roll 20 or nah i the names from the vision yeah i saw okay. that the things pop up in the roll 20 but so they're they're in they're in a tab called viralia if you wouldn't mind going okay. over the tab and pulling them out of there no nope, that, that makes sense i <laughs> just didn't connect things properly okay uh thank you yep yeah That it worked. Okay. I'm going to reread the intro here <laughs> for Bastion's Hold. As you crest around the horn of Redantis Isle, a massive expanse of wood, sails, and steel greets your eyes with soaring red banners and grandiose magnificence that only the Voskratoria is capable of. Hundreds of sloops, schooners, brigs, and merchant mariner vessels either wait at anchor or make way out to sea in the direction of the Ark. Sailing towards you now are roughly 20 Voskratorian warships, including five man-o'-wars, 11 ships of the line, four galleons, and several brigs. Several more frigates and a man-o'-war remain to protect Nilaru Bay, the full might of the Voskratorian navy, the Kiriasta, has been brought to bear to secure the Ark before anyone else has a chance. As you sail through the bay and into Bastion's Harbor, otherwise known as the Bastila, an imposing, reinforced fortress city of stone and mortar looms as an unwavering giant set upon the mouth of the Sire River itself. The central tower of Meath Aranor rises above all to cast its gaze upon those entering the harbor. Flanked by a dozen fortified towers and lined with rows of bastile, the impenetrable of Balliste, the impenetrable fortress of Asindra's hold, stands a testament to the true might of the Vascratoria. Suddenly, a high-pitched bestial screech 
lingers above you, clawing at your eardrums as six griffin riders soar by overhead while patrolling the harbor. A show of true might and majesty. Beyond the 30-foot-high walls that enclose the military might of the crown itself, a bustling city of national pride, military achievement, and storied history awaits you. Getting closer to the harbor, you can see the old pre-rebellion wood and stone buildings that comprise Bastion's Hold, that stand as a testament to both the crown and the unrivaled masonry of the men and elves that constructed them hundreds of years ago. A chill breeze blows in from the west as you make your final approach to the docks of Bastion's Hold. On your final approach, you do see on a small wooden island. So forget what they're called when they have like sort of a small wooden buoy in the in the harbor. Sort of contrasting the might and majesty. You see essentially a small gallows that has been constructed of which three individuals hang from. It bounces in the harbor, a contrast to the majesty, and your ship passes directly by it. And you can see the two on the left and the right, they're just skeletons at this point. And it says, Behold what happens to those who commit piracy against the crown. And in the center, there is a dwarven skeleton and there is just sort of the uh, a dwarven corpse it's kind of like a, a dried and it's kind of it gives you a contrast and the half elven skeleton in the center that sways the sign on it says Viereth. just the name Viereth. and then below it it says come take your revenge as if to taunt Someone or something. Spicy. Oh, so it's God. kind of a it's kind of a come and take it. So dwarven skeleton on the left, a uh, humanoid on the right, uh, seems to be human, and then a half elf in the center. That's way on this gallows. And again, the dwarf and the human note about uh, piracy, and in the center there is the name Viereth, and below that. Come take your revenge, or come and take your revenge. With a little ellipses, as if taunting someone or something. Harmony just watches the sight and takes a deep breath. Looking at the sign quizzically. That's one way to welcome people. Yes. I think Willow I think Willow just frowns and looks away. She doesn't really have anything to add. She just 
Okay. Um, and I will say, like, during the, the trip, um, Willow did relay all of the stuff that Bird, he has a name. I don't remember it. I don't know that Willow ever knew it. So, <clears throat> Favendale, the third of the House of the Seventh Son. Yes. Yeah, like I said, so... Bird. Um, <laughs> he's, she relays what he told her to Amina. Um, just at some point uh, during the, the pull-up. Um, it doesn't need to be like a whole thing. Um, so she's aware. Um, yeah. Okay, it's yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition between the might and majesty, and then the three pirates uh, swinging from the gallows just off the harbor. As you make your final approach, and you hear the bells of the ship, and your captain. Eric the Hunter, signaling. Ropes are thrown and the ship weighs anchor at port. You gather your belongings and bearings and that last visage took the music right out of your sails, literally and figuratively. A seagull's call overhead and the noise of civilians and soldiers and mariners dark workers and fishers permeates your ears and the world of a military city opens before you. The gangplank is lowered with a thump and the ship is successfully docked as the last bit of ropes are thrown over by the deckhands way off against the harbor. The captain just takes a deep breath and Welcome to Bastion's Hold. Happy to be of service. Thanks again, Eric. Thank you for the journey. And he just I have no idea how I'd have gotten to Halavasa form for you, so let me know if there's anything you ever need. Of course. Uh, happy to help. I believe I'm going to be requisitioned to transport you as needed, but in the meantime, uh, my services are needed elsewhere. Demands of the crown, of course. And I have to check in with my father, of course, to start the day. And beyond that, uh, I guess we will see where the Voscatoria sends me next. And the first mate just kind of gives you a little a little waddle and a salute and the Lokatha. Yes. Must protect. Um, as they're as they're uh, sort of leaving to uh, Willow points back up to the rigging that she fixed early in the trip. Mm-hmm. That that should hold more or less indefinitely, but of course keep an eye on things just in case. Um, let me know if anything else ever needs uh, tending to. It's I'm not super experienced with boats and such, but um, I'm good at machinery. So just let me know. Get this. Oh, that's good. I'll add your ship over here. We'll spin it around. There we go. Alright, look at that. That'll be y'all. Okay. And these other characters are not 
some of them are. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. Okay. There seems to be a landing party at the docks waiting for y'all to depart. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, or go ahead and place your tokens on the ship as you have officially weighed anchor Ooh. at Bastion's Hold. Welcome to the world, everybody. Let's go shopping. <laughs> oh, no, another shopping episode. <laughs> oh my no. God. Yes. Guys, get in, bitches. We're uh, going shopping. Posture check, <laughs> like, thank you. I've got like 10 gold. Let's go. Um, yes. right. we, we can window shop it's okay <laughs> I'm going to place everybody on here just in case so we have Amina Khadija and then I can from here I'll grab your tokens Harmony E Abel is here and Willow some okay perfect so at that is anyone opposed to an early break um uh, no. i have no qualms with that yeah nope. take it now and then we can I come back no and issue. jump in in earnest yeah okay all right mm -hmm. cool i felt like that would be a good time so uh let's take an early yeah. break that will give me a chance to uh fix up some of these tarot card things uh, we'll oh. say, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> also that too. So we'll take our, we'll take our break now. So go ahead and take your meds, take care of yourselves, uh, grab some snacks, whatever you need. I'm going to throw in some of the stuff that I need for the tarot pulls. Uh, and we'll take a 10 to 15 minute break. So we'll say it's 1054. So right around, uh, 1110 is like the deadline, uh, EST. So go ahead and take care of yourselves and whatever you need to do and, uh, early break. And we'll see y'all back here, uh, around 1110. All right, take care of yourselves, y'all. We'll see you soon. Sounds like a plan, boss awesome. man. Yeah. Also, thank y'all, because I definitely needed to set stuff up for the tarot <laughs> cards. All right, so we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thanks for Hi. the extra five minutes. Yes, Dungeon Master's Hi. Guild did sell me a product that had TIFF images in it, and I accidentally opened one of them, which causes the entirety of Photoshop and Adobe Creative Cloud to open, including all of the other associated apps. So my computer was not working uh, for a few oh. minutes. So on top of that, uh, I want to thank everyone for pulling the tarot cards. Unfortunately, uh, the specific tarot cards and associated D4s that were pulled required me to actually create several stat blocks or bring in several stat blocks and tokens that did not formally exist because I don't trust y'all to not start swinging. <laughs> Just <laughs> So I needed a stat block. So uh, I would like for you to... Uh, we're almost done here. We have the associated stat block with Anna's card ready to go. I have to fix up the one from Nick. And then we'll move on to the other one. So I need y'all to fill some space while I work behind the scenes to actually create the tokens, bring over the stat blocks, and bring in the associated art for these characters that were destined to appear here. So about that airline food. Yeah, right? <laughs> as they're as they're like getting off the boat and stuff, um I just turned to Harmony, like you 
he did like military military words are hard i like military uh, though training training and stuff here right um yes i did i actually um grew up here we moved around really? a lot but more majority well, of the time i was gonna ask if there's anything you think we should see or do or if there's like if you have any friends here or anything like that <sighs> Ooh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh let well um and you can kind of see how many struggle um, yeah should that question have come I'm, with a trigger warning <laughs> uh, it's it's fun um no it's just well a lot of my childhood is hazy and well I don't know. I spent the majority of my time in military academy, um, training, studying, training, studying, training, studying, and then I'm here. So there wasn't a lot of free time. I could show you the local libraries. I could take you to some of the greatest sites, which have the most beautiful viewpoints can see oh, the I'd entire like ocean. Yes. Um, so I can show you. It's nothing overly exciting, so I hope you're not disappointed. We've had a lot of excitement. I'd be fine with just seeing <laughs> a little bit. Um, no, it's, and that, sounds, that sounds lovely. Um, yeah. Right. So great <laughs> views are a good place to compose, so I don't mind going to an overlook yes, I think that's a great a, idea a delightful perhaps reprieve from the a nice break yes a, a bit of relaxation before we uh, save the world apparently apparently ah uh, <laughs> I mean if well, you did... and... sorry oh, go, go ahead well well <laughs> while we're in while we're in town, I actually might have a friend around here. Um they uh they came well, I think they, they came here after after we graduated. Um I haven't spoken to them since before graduation, so I don't I don't know for sure, but they might have. Um Do you know where like new recruits and stuff might be? Uh or to talk to about that? New recruits. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, DM. Would they be in Bastion's Hold? Yes. Yep. Okay. Isindra Shield in the center training. Okay. Um, we could most likely find them in Isindra Shield if you wanted. Uh, that's where the new I mean, recruits are. If we if we get a chance, I'd love to introduce you. Uh, their their name's Corey. They're uh. They're also an artificer like me, but they focused on sort of different stuff. Um, you mentioned the name Corey and how many freezes? Key, Key also, um, like, what what kind of artificer are they? Um, she, uh, Willow for a second is just looking at at Harmony. Um with this like very slight frown just unsure and it takes her a second for her to like look away uh toward key 
they they focus on um like autonomous constructs things that that move and, and act on their own instead of needing to be controlled directly like my armor um or like my arm they're yeah we we were along similar paths we had a lot of the same classes you know engineering and and the like but um they just went a different direction with it and went went into the military as far as i know i i don't know um right is everything okay you kind of bristled a bit i'm no i'm fine um Yes, I'm fine. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> the look of disbelief. I don't say. It's just similar names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but still, I don't believe still, that... still through a boss. Can I insight check that? <laughs> oh, God, you may. I'm not even gonna roll deception. Go. I'm I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna drop a luck point on that. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Alright, well, uh, it was a natural 10, but give me a second to see what the total... Total 12. You can you roll this tell... Okay. No, 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 no. Um, you can tell there was a... moment of kind of like recognition and then confusion and then no it couldn't be um very quickly across harmony's face before she kind of like regains composure she's she's quite a tough person to read but you you can get that from her body language right all right well I guess let's head in. I don't know. It's <sighs> I mean, is there anything in particular any of you wanted to do or see or investigate? I'm more than willing to offer myself as a tour guide. I've never well, been to Bastion's Hold before, so I would like to I guess the post office. Um, I need to send a message to my parents um, about everything that I've learned. That way they can, at the very least, prepare my village for anything weird that might happen. Um, and I know, you know, at least two of my parents are, you know, government officials, so they'll need to know what's up. Um, Understood. At least two? Do you, do you have more than two parents? Yes. Really? Yeah. I've I've got I, two I'm moms sorry, and two I, dads. I, that's so cool. Yeah, I've got a lot of siblings too. <laughs> that's um, family. That's awesome. There is a line of people waiting to talk to you because of the tarot card. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's Maybe great. Maybe we should everybody. I'm I'm, I'm getting game. a feeling about off the boat. Oh, oh man! Like there's something like... out here telling me that we should maybe get off the boat. Okay, I'm like... good now. I'm good now. I feel like the moment we take this a step off the boat, we're gonna get bombarded <laughs> by like <laughs> so oh, many things. Guys, happening. you want to steal a boat? Oh my god! <laughs> Run away from responsibility. Tarot cards? <laughs> I think not. Um... <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 get off. Um... I'm slowly moving my token one. <laughs> 
I suppose I should probably hit the post. Literally three too. social encounters just like fucking lined up. Oh, <laughs> I have inspired PCs. Oh, there you are. I okay. think Harmony needs to be in the front. All right. Yeah. So I need I need to refresh this page here. We'll get rid of the planner ally bit there. And so. Uh... I'm in the water. I just put out my thumb. Yeah, I, I love it. I should probably hit the post too at some point. I need to let my mom know what's up. It's uh, she she might be worried. Last last she heard, I was heading to Cassandros, and that didn't happen, obviously. So we're gonna we're gonna get some. I wish I could let my mom know what's up. No, no. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> oh no. We're gonna light a candle here, just because we got so much tarot energy. Cool. Nice. In a in a few levels, I think I don't get more uh, infusions until level six. Uh, Willow is going to be making some some uh, sending stones, so she can oh. give her mom one and call home once in a while. Oh yes, I love her. Mom that. needs a cell stone. Um, that didn't work. It's like I hope you. I hope your mom treats it like Skype, where like they <laughs> hold the phone like way too close to their face. Like, <laughs> it seems to be pretty yeah. easy somehow to um, accidentally get a hold of uh, Key's father, so. <laughs> oh, man. I think Amina he knows, and Mabel so. were minding their own business, having a nice stroll, and things happened. Your dad has you on speed dial. Yeah. I like to imagine that he gets kind of lonely and he's just like, uh -huh. hey, Key, you, you, you want to hang out? He just likes messing around. Just... Do you guys know that episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs retires and he's just yes. like constantly bored and he starts like being really annoying to Pearl and her friends? I imagine yeah. Key's dad is kind of like that. That's like he's, yeah. he's been this retired archdemon for a long time and he's just like really bored. <laughs> Oh, who said anything about him being a demon? He's what? not a demon. <laughs> no. That no. was out of character. He's just a saucy lad. So, you have made it to the docks of Bastion's Hold. You begin to disembark. You find yourselves amidst a city of arms and armor, of recruits and veterans, of national pride and military might. The docks are alive and awash with hundreds of individuals coming and going, attending to their various ships, sloops, dinghies, capris, various uh, fish, uh, fishing vessels, uh, rafts of all kinds, every type of seafaring vessel you could possibly imagine, as well as the military ships that were described upon your initial entrance to the harbor await you. As you bid the first mate and Captain Eric farewell on the ship Intrepid and take your first steps into a larger world. That was reference for you. Coming on the docks, your sea legs adjusting to dry land once more. The docks sort of sway, giving you an easy transition from sea legs onto dry land. Atop the docks here, in the harbor district of Bastion's Hold. As you disembark, there is a large envoy to the north waiting to greet you. Harmony, one individual, two individuals in particular, you immediately recognize. The first, at the foray of a group of knights, Vosquatorian elite, is an older, grizzled individual with a scar over his left eye. Blind, in said eye. 
standing stoically in the breeze. Colors of the Vascratoria worn from ages of use. He puts both hands together in a forward parade rest and looks stoically towards you and just gives you one of the sort of a sagely Gandalf mm. type of a situation. <laughs> I love that. This individual you recognize from your childhood, an old friend of your father's, of a major general, right? Yeah. yeah. Major General Knives. Veteran Lieutenant Ogunta Ludwig. Which is funny because we had the same name. We had the same name for our dude there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I want to say thank you to uh, all of our friends for sticking around. We did lose uh, about four people uh, who dropped because of the technical difficulties. So we appreciate everyone both sticking around and those of you who came back uh, while OBS decided to be a butt. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. And we also have three tarot cards in the queue. One from Anna which we showed you here before the Celestial, which we're going to get to. So Anna, yours was the Celestial, which grants the party the benefits and the boon of a planner ally to be determined. The other one from Nick slash Husky, Amber Thist, is the Ranger, which grants you a social encounter based off of the D4 and second D4 that you rolled. And the other one is from Key, the Humanoid, which gives you another early, uh, not an early advantage, but an early opportunity to follow up with a quest giver who gets to be the first one to lead their case to you. I want to say what's everyone's passive perceptions again? One more round. I'm going to put them in the roll 20 chat too just 13. so I have them in front of me. 10 for Willow. 11. 14. And Amina 13. 14. 14. 14. Okay, 14. Okay, key 13, Willow 10, Harmony 11, Amina 14. Okay, Amina, you are the first to notice. Kind of littered around you are scraps of paper. Uh, None of which you can pick up. Some around the docks are crushed and crumbled, and there is just a mess of papers that have been crumbled and tossed into the harbor here, kind of floating all around you. It's unusual, um, but at least in this immediate vicinity, there's none that you can pick up and actually look at. But it does catch your eye as something curious. And it's like, they're crumbled papers? They're not like, most, there wasn't like a ticker tape parade? Yeah, most most of the, they're sort of a, a parchment, uh, parchment uh, documents that seem to have been strewn about. Most of the ones that are in the harbor have either been ripped or crumpled. And there's a few that are wet and the ink is faded uh, around you that have been uh, trampled underfoot. Um, But beyond that, especially down here, it looks like, at least at the docks, many people have ripped them up or crumpled them up and thrown them into the harbor. Or just tossed them into the harbor themselves. Probably about uh, 40 or 50 in between the ones that are illegible here on the docks or that have been trampled underfoot or ripped or crumpled or just simply tossed into the water. Is it always this dirty here? Dirty? Yeah, there's paper everywhere. Um. No. I. It's news to me. Perhaps someone was a little careless. 
I don't know. It, it looks almost angry. They're they're crumpled and, and torn. This doesn't look like someone lost their ledger. Are there any on the boardwalk that we're currently on, DM? None that are legible, but you also start to notice that. You're like, what the fuck? And as you look around, you look back at Gunter, and he just kind of gives you a knowing look of, I know, you should probably come talk to me. <laughs> um, Harmony will give a nod. Um, come with me. And we'll just uh, begin walking towards Awesome. Gunther. Hey, we got one more person back. Thank you for rejoining us. And we apologize for the earlier OBS difficulties. So, Harmony, as you make your way up to the dock, an old friend who you had met a few times, an old family friend, sort of a situation, an individual that would come to more of the, uh, the parties, the fancy parties that were designed for the upper echelon, the the top brass of the Voskratoria, as we called it before. Mm -hmm. Someone who likely had watched you when you were very young uh, a few times or came to visit uh, very briefly, kind of a situation someone you would call to awkwardly watch your child while you run to the store and would just kind of be like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, have a dagger <laughs> to a small <laughs> oh child God. type of a situation. What do you yeah, have there? Sorry. And nice. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like very awkward, but like doing his best type of situation. And but yeah, and he'd be like, I don't really know what to do. How about some ice cream and lots of it? You know, type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know, fennel cake. Ice cream and fennel cake. This is the ice cream and fennel cake guy, and the, your your parents would have likely, especially your mother would have been likely like, Are you kidding me? Like yeah. and then Harmony like, Wee hopped up on sugar. <laughs> Type of oh a situation. Yeah. I desperately want to see a hyper harmony now. <laughs> yes. I, I care about nothing yes. else in this game. I want to see a hyper harmony. <laughs> Bouncing off the walls like crazy. Well, harmony, somebody I, I I think all of you are the best, but you have you have uh someone cheering you on in the chat, so thank you. Uh oh. Danny ten twenty eight. <laughs> so you walk up to an old, this old friend, Gunther Ludwig, mm -hmm. and just kind of share a, a moment of acknowledgement. And he just, another one of those stoic Gandalf type of things. Lieutenant Ludwig. Harmony. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too, old friend. He just kind of leans in and gives you a friendly hug and just pat on a few friendly, uh, you know, like military pats on the back. Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, she and would kind of. That. You look well. Uh, thank you. It's been. Something. So I've heard. And so have a lot of people. In fact, you have some avid fans already waiting to beseech you with their latest problems. Everyone is eager to hear of the group of heroes that vanquished the ancient king, uh, tyrant from Halivas. Or the fanciful stories of the dead walking through the streets. Or the stories of King Leonisius, the last tyrant before the crown took over. To be vanquished once again, something straight out of the children's books. I know that there is always a gray area to the truth of what actually happened, but I'm sure that given the circumstances with the Dusk Watch and all the strange things that have been happening throughout the world, 
a few hooks rising from their grave is not completely beyond the realm of imagination. Regardless of what happened on Helivas, I'm sure you handled it dutifully and with prudence. That we did. I wouldn't have been able to do that do so without uh, the companions I had beside me. So the local lawmaster has already decreed the return of these this new division of the Eroth Tikal. That they would be arriving sometime today and individuals seeking your assistance seem to be clamoring for your attention. Such is the burden of working with the Dragon Keepers and of being a unaffiliate of Tahir's Essex. There is always something to be done and someone who wants your attention. There is one among us who refused to be turned away, so to speak. Right. And who would that be? Um, and he turns over his shoulder. Major! And you do recognize someone else, this woman, Major Aralina Sorkelin. She is a member of the Royal Roughnecks, the Marines, and she has taken on a more irregular uh, sort of advisory role within the Voskratoria. Um, she is sort of a Marine liaison that works uh, in between various locales uh, and is stationed at a Bastion's Hold as sort of a liaison for the Marines themselves, for the, uh, the Royal Roughnecks. And uh, the major here, who kind of gives you a, a little awkward wave, uh, kind of looks, stumbles around and kind of looks around her and then kind of goes to the edge of the docks and kind of looks into the water and then kind of gets on her knees and kind of looks below the docks. Is and then, she quite right? Uh, yes. It, the arbiter of Hold has decreed that we should, uh, amidst these troubling times, we have agreed to see an envoy. Now, on the streets, I am currently in command of the home guard here. It is an honor, I must say. Retirement seems to be treating me well. And you know, he's actually, he's actually working, but he considers this to be retirement, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Which is something that you pick up on. And he says, at least the foul things that we can, one might encounter here, one can expect. It's a bit more predictable, especially given recent events. Uh, did you find her? And the major just, I think so. And then there is this upswell of water from the bay here. And a humanoid jumps up from the water and onto the docks. And you see the four knights here kind of step back into a ready position and have their hands on their blades. But after they see and recognize the visage of the humanoid before them, they slowly return the blades to their sheathed positions. And the mage were just, found her. <laughs> And you can see on the docks, and this is from, kind of working in reverse order here, this is from the humanoid. It was kind of on its side, but what we're doing is it was it was weakly aspected. I pulled it kind of sideways, so I'm choosing to turn this into an upright 
three of humanoids again i'm gonna link weirdworks llc again look at how pretty these cards are so that one is going to go back because we're addressing this now socially i'm going to link weirdworks llc in the chat once more currently playing is more from our partners at ask2 and addressing the humanoid poll Lieutenant Ludwig just kind of, as you all kind of got splashed a little bit and just pats himself dry a bit and just, she's been known for making a dramatic entrance. I appreciate that. May I introduce him? She would not take no for an answer. May I introduce to Wayfinder Cerisia of the Merfolk people. Could you type out the name, DM? Yes. Put it in, roll 20. Wayfinder. Cerisia. Two R's, two S's. And she kind of gets real close to you. And Ludwig just kind of puts a hand in between the two of you and just kind of motions for her to step back. How many... Seems a little taken aback by how close she gets up. <laughs> to her but then after a while it's just like i'm curious i'll entertain it um so she kind of waves off gunter when he tries to intercept he kind of nods and takes a few steps backwards yes i am wavefinder cerisia i represent the merfolk people the merfolk people who have dwelled for years in what you call Nilaru Bay. To us, the Bay of the Ancients. For centuries, our people have dwelled in peaceful coexistence with yours. But we find our own homeland threatened by an existential threat deep within the ocean. Triton stirs his hold on the ancient Orochi Ka, weakening. We believe that the foul dreams and terrible creatures that have been invading and pushing us from our homes are the spawn of the great serpent Orochika. As many of us have come to see and know, the gods are losing their power, their grip, their sway on this world, and that extends to the seas and the oceans as well. We, staunch coexistence, who have never once before bothered or threatened your people, and in fact occasionally have had dealings with many of your merchant mariners, guiding them to safety, bestowing them with guidance through troubled waters, we now seek your assistance with claiming a temporary bastion. There is a network of caves about two miles to the west of where this magnificent city of yours, this city of land and of sea and of river. We are proud to call yourselves our neighbors. However, as your neighbors, and hopefully you consider us allies, we seek to take refuge in this network of caverns. Unfortunately, 
It is inhabited by those who have harried your ships, your supply lines, and your people for just as long as we have dwelled peacefully. We beseech you, and she kind of kind of gets on her side in a way, and kind of a it seems to be a, a, a merfolk symbol of prostration. And she okay. kind of she kind of puts one hand over her left ear and one one hand up to you. And Agunda says, I think this is a cultural thing. And <laughs> she says, We beseech you, please aid our people in claiming these caves so that we may not be driven into the terror that lurks in the oceans. And please tell your sailors it is of the utmost importance. The oceans are not safe. And Gunther just looks at you and kind of with that skeptical look with a raised eyebrow. And Gunther's... Can... Go ahead. While she's talking, can Harmony just kind of insight her to see if just, just mm, to see if yeah, she's yeah. telling the truth about her story. Go ahead and make an insight check. That is a 12. Ooh, a little difficult to read. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward, though. <laughs> seems pretty straightforward. So Gunter essentially follows up and also makes eye contact with Key and Amina and Willow and just kind of gives you all nods. Uh, and uh, just kind of looks back at the Wayfinder and then back at Harmony and leans in and <clears throat> Sahugan. 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 You know just as well as I that they've plagued our coasts for centuries. Is that how you pronounce that word? Sahugan? I've been <laughs> mentally saying it Sawagin for a long time. <laughs> I had no ever. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think either one is correct, but in this dialect, uh, the there are about four different ways to pronounce it. In this particular oh. dialect, we are committed. They are committed to Sahugan. Sahugan. Okay. I'm gonna say that's in character. Willow is yeah. just like yeah, 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 yeah. So is that how you say that? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I love it. I love that. So they've been plaguing. They've been plaguing Ooh, the waters. For that's right. Thank you. You have, uh, don't forget, you do have in your notes somewhere advantage on insight if you want to use it there. Oh, was that for me? Or was that, that was for key. key? Was that for Key? Oh, yeah, that key? was for Key. That was me. Uh, that was for Key, uh, Devin. That, that, so, that yeah. insight was mine. Yeah. So so essentially what we do for, for the gems is we, we do rollies to see who gets the advantage. And for that particular advantage, it was uh, Kinela Reynaros, not... Um, so it's it's sort of to each individual character. So that way we can give out a few of them, right? So you can have like four different people that have the same thing. So that's why we do it that way. But Kinela Reynaros, if you look at the screen, it's the sort of beautiful silvery purple flame with the silver hair. That's Kinela. So uh, they're the one that have the advantage on insight. Mm -hmm. Now, Kinela, if you wanted to, to insight this story, you can, given a, a, a query from the chat. But you it's know up to what? you. Sure. Okay, there yeah. we go. All right. And All right. I, you know, I have advantage to it. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. I also like to uh kind of seeing how everyone is looking at this mermaid. That is an amazing is thing, thing to have Amina had advantage has, on. Has seen a mermaid. Uh yeah. she's just going to kind of send a butterfly over to, to Key and just kind of like have it circle their head and then come back and Key now has a Bardic inspiration. Awesome. Oh, amazing. 
Oh, yeah, on um, top of that. All right, yeah. I think it's a good thing I had happening. that advantage because um, Thanks, I got Devin. a 19, but yeah. the first roll I did was a natural one, but um, 19 only. Okay, so a little butterfly flies over to Key, and you feel inspired. You can see Amina just give you a little wink. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and share... And did you want to make any specific checks or anything, Amina, or was it just the bardic inspiration? No, nah, it was just the bardic. Okay, awesome. Because this is the first time she's ever seen a mermaid. She's just like, yeah. I have really just been living up in my village, not knowing, you know, learning stuff, but not knowing anything. This is super exciting to her. So a couple of different things, Key, that you're able to pick up on. One, the way that she speaks, very flowery, very, the way that above game, I as the narrator, Kind of the way that she presented in this very theatrical way with your 19 that is not the nat is not myself that is not the narrator presenting a certain style that is this woman in universe actually being dramatic being very not maybe not knowing how to act but sort of being very flowery in her presentation being very dramatic being very Oh, whoa, and, and we, we're being pushed out of our homes. The way she talks is very uh, theatrical, very dramatic. And you're also getting the sense that part of that drama is being played up a little bit to obscure the underlying fact that merfolk have never really formally worked with the Vascratoria before. You're... Harmony, you specifically, you're getting the vibe. You know all about Suhugan incursions and about how they have plagued and raided merchant ships before. But for others that maybe aren't affiliated with the military or with the Justicars or the Order of the Blazing Shield, uh, essentially the, the Hand of Law, it, they're essentially asking you to go and remove uh, people from their home so they can take it temporarily. Granted, the Sahugan have been a thorn in the side of the crown for some time, but this Wayfinder is playing it up because, again, she's asking you to displace formally, not only to put your own people in danger, but you would be displacing Sahugan. Now, they have not really bothered much with Sahugan because they tend to be they tend to really stick to the seas and there's plenty of caves around the coast and everyone knows the coasts are dangerous but the Voscatoria has never really never really organized a formal search party to go in, into a specific network of caves and root out Sahagan and, and expel them especially not with formal merfolk assistance there are hundreds of caves along the Voscatoria they have sent adventurers many many times uh, irregulars many many times and when the Sahagan are displaced, usually they come back. However, with Merfolk coming in to to secure one of these caves, you're essentially affirming that you will be permanently removing a, a Sahagan settlement. So that is, I think, why she's playing it up, not knowing how you'll react. She seems to be relieved that Lieutenant Gunter is kind of, the that he's dismissive and just Sahagan, very knowingly. Mm -hmm. She seems relieved at that and kind of prostrates herself more kind of forward and just more of a kind of both hands forward now. Gosh, she's so dramatic. I love that. She is very dramatic. Uh, 
Well, thank you for approaching me with your plight, it seems. Would you mind if I discussed with Lieutenant over here before I give you any kind of response or ask any questions? She just kind of rolls off the docks into the water. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you see her kind of put her frills back as she comes out of the water and just smiles at you. Women. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many will look towards Gunther? Um, just a little grin and just going to raise his eyebrow. So, tell me, what are your thoughts? I think you know. The Sahugan have been plaguing our coast for gods know how long. Yes. We sent adventurers and that sort of thing. It's a standard fare for adventurers. In fact, there is... A job board that you can go and claim right now. We just posted some this morning. I had a feeling you would uh, potentially be interested, as adventurers are scarce these days, especially licensed adventurers and not amateurs. Never mind an irregular group of Vascratorians. Uh, by the way, would you mind introducing me to uh, your party? Yes, go oh, ahead, brother. Right. There, there are licensed adventurers? That's a thing? Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all have your license? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Amina definitely is like, wait, nobody told me I needed a license to do this. Willow's kind of also like, wait, that's a thing? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> the word license is just kind of like a, a looking away, like, oh wow, I'm just looking at this military city because I've never been to one oh, before. No, What's a license? <laughs> I feel like Amina's like, I don't even have a birth certificate. <laughs> oh no. No. Uh, pardon, pardon my manners. I've forgotten myself. Um, this is Key, um, Amina, Hello. and Willow, and Mabel is with us, right? Or is M Mabel staying? Yeah, on yeah, no, uh, Mabel's with okay. y'all. Okay. Let me go get her off the ship. <laughs> and Harmony yeah. will kind of like gesture to each person as she introduces them. Okay. Um, when she says Willow's name, Willow looks up. She she was like scribbling on uh, some paper, like sketching out stuff. Uh, she looks up. What? She was not paying attention. What? What's going on? I'm introducing you to an old friend of my father's, Gunther Luthwaite. Oh. Still Hello. forward parade dress, just. And just kind of nods, without answering, just nods stoically. This gives you a you know, nod of recognition. Yeah, Willow. Willow is is attempting to sketch out uh, some sort of method for underwater breathing. Um, <laughs> as soon as as soon as she realized the mer person was like, "We need help," she was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! We're gonna have to breathe underwater." All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> So the uh, Gunter just, and of course, as you would probably expect, Harmony, the city requires my attention. 
Yes. The major will be showing you around and kind of, excuse me, squeezing through. Okay. And, uh, hi everybody. Um, I'm, uh, Major Sorkelin of the Royal Roughnecks and, uh, I'll be your guide through Bastion's Hold. Welcome. Also, uh, once I get to know you, uh, just be forewarned, uh, professionalism aside, I'm a bit of a hugger. Joy. Harmony will just give her a smile. <laughs> she's a she's a, she's about six foot two, six two, six three. Um, she has very large, obvious muscles and has a, a giant maul on her back. Her armor is custom. She has spiked shoulders. Uh, and the uh, colors of the royal roughnecks, the uh, olive, the olive drab, and then sort of uh, black and uh, black and yellow as well. Ma'am, you had me at six two. You already, yeah. you already struck gold. Yeah. She's she's six two. Same height as Pomni. Let's go. Six two and a few and lots of muscles and biceps. Muscles. She could definitely crush a watermelon with her thighs. That's for sure. Women. Oh. Yes. Oh. I yes. just assumed that that's. I you just have assumed that that's standard training. That That's is just a part training. of like the Vassarian yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> standard kit. Uh, um... many can confirm that it was definitely a part of military training. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, I don't suppose all of you would be interested in taking down some Sahugan? Um, so, when do we want to do that? I, I, I'd i lack a bit of time to see about managing some sort of underwater breathing, but... Well, there's several other problems that need your yes. attention. The Lawmaster would like to see you. Has requested your... Requested an audience with you when you arrived. And of course, there is the matter of... This disaster, and just kind of gestures to the side, likely at all of the papers and documents that have been strewn about. What happened here? You don't Boston want to Tea know. Party. Just take a walk a few clicks into the city and pick up one of these leaflets, and you'll be able to fill in the details yourself. Right. It's a bit of a logistical disaster, I can say that much, but a bit of a Logistical and political disaster. We are still trying to track down the perpetrators of this crime, but when we catch them, rest assured, there will be swift justice. Lawmaster Grissom has already decreed it to, to be so. Him and I will work closely together on this one, and remember, just don't don't let him talk about his poetry for too long. I shan't. It's not very good. Oh, I know. Either way, the lawmaster wants to see you about two things. Uh, one, the lesser of his concerns, more of my concern, so feel free to check in with me about these pamphlets. The second of his concern is a delicate matter that requires your attention. The third is uh, these merfolk, and I'm assuming there are other issues to be had around town, but... These are three good places to start. No rest for the wicked, after all. There are two others who requested your audience, a mysterious individual uh, saying she is among the Knights of Isindra. 
And another individual who claims uh, to be a representative of the Crimson Wood Drow far to the northeast in the Crimson Wood. Apparently there is some kind of civil war happening there. And also remember Darius wants you to not tarry and secure the issue of a mining contract amidst an, some disaster of succession that is happening in the Whiteridge Mountains and Iron Bellows. That is of course on your way up and he expects you to take some time in dealing with the cultists in the breadbasket along the way. There's much to be done in Veotheria, as you can see. <laughs> How many just like you ever you ever get given like you know when you're at school and your teacher's like, here's all the things on the syllabus for this yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like stare in the distance like Jesus, <laughs> I god damn it. You, just, you, you look to the you look into the non existent camera for like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at the horizon. It was the incident of what occurred and the gods falling from the sky. People here seem to be handling it pretty well. As you saw, there is a mass exodus, a pilgrimage, under military and naval authority, of course. But I was never much of a religious man, and there's work to be done here. For those of us who have stayed, and you may find the city to be somewhat barren, those of us who have stayed simply want to go about our business. Here for our, our children, have dinner with our significant others, have a drink with our best friends and colleagues. Complete the our, day's um, fishing. Are those uh, are those pilgrims and their escorts aware that the uh, Ark is being guarded by dragons? Did not know anything about uh, dragons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch a of. Uh... Well, I'm glad I went. I'm glad I remained here to go about the business that needs attending to instead of dropping everything and to go and on a pilgrimage. I'm sure I will be able to get there eventually. But again, I was never a religious man. Again, the city was barren, and it's up to me to keep law and order here. If the gods have indeed decided to grace us with their presence, perhaps they can fix some of these problems, hmm? Indeed. Uh, DM, real quick. Yeah? Uh, you mentioned the pamphlets, there was a delicate matter, the Sahugan, and mm -hmm. then you mentioned uh, the Crimsonwood Drow. Yep. Uh, a knight, um, an individual saying that they represent the Knights of Isindra, and then one of the main main story quests, cultists in the breadbasket, and then <laughs> um, a matter of succession are the quest names. <laughs> uh, and then obviously the, the, the overlapping quest is the star maps, but go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying Darius and the Iron Bell of Dwarves, the cultists, and the beacons. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, the beacons! The beacons! A new hand touches the beacon. Ooh. So you look down and you hear Wayfinder Sarissa. So, will you help? Um, we would be more than... She kind of looks to the party. More than happy to look into it. Um, however, at this current moment in time, we are a little bombarded with other duties um it isn't urgent is it our people will do our best to shelter and 
the hostile waters. And Gunther leans in. There has been quite an awful lot of incidents of rotten fish that has been turning up in the nets of sailors. Sporadic incidents, but seem to be increasing. When this merf and he's like kind of whispering quietly, when this merfolk talks about some form of danger or corruption in the sea, I'm inclined to believe that it has something to do with these fish. Now, I'm not a superstitious man, but there is something in the water that has driven the merfolk to us. I have advised the Navy to exercise caution, but they are also not suspicious, despite this object that has decided to visit us. Many simply see it as a simple omen of the gods, divine presence of the gods presenting themselves before us, and it has such instead of dealing with actual problems, has gone in mass on pilgrimage to visit. The problems still continue, however, and I believe that if this actually is the work of the gods, there is more at stake and more behind the scenes that we do not, that we are not aware of. Again, I told the Navy to exercise caution, but whether or not they will, you know the Navy. That I do. Uh, Willow. Yes. How long did it, did you mention it would take for you to make those underwater? I, I I don't know for sure, but if we if if my friend is here, if Corey is here, they would be able to help me, uh, and that would probably make things go faster. Um, I've never tried to make anything like this, so it's going to be a bit of time just designing it um if i if i stay awake and and everything it I'll probably do it in a couple of days with with an all-nighter or two if you need to breathe underwater that is a minimal issue the cave network only has sporadic tunnels of water systems most of it is air with pockets of tunnels that connect below we simply ask that you clear out the sahugan who dwell mostly in damp areas and caves above land. They are mostly land dwellers. We, unfortunately, being driven from our homes, need access to these caves to escape the encroaching presence of the the children of Orochika that I have warned all of your friends about. Uh, please, if you have any way to spread the word to your friends and aboard their wooden ships, please do so. It is not safe. I've been told that we've told our friends above aboard the wooden ships um good to to beware um i suppose given that we don't need to go underwater that will take less preparation so as long as everybody okay, is okay with it then we can start investigating as soon as we're available i i will be waiting here at the docks Understood. I, I, I don't know if, if there are any immediate problems. Um, we need to, we need to talk to your superior. That that is a question. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but hell, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> good. Did you say good? I said you're good. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Good. You lost your Damn train. your I train of thought. Look. <laughs> um 
Yeah, I mean, if we don't have to worry about underwater breathing that much, we could probably do it today, probably. I don't know. It's up to... And she sort of looks to the rest of the party. It's fully you. What time is it right now, DM? We we arrived in Bastion's Hold in the morning? Yeah, I would say... Um, it's. I would say it's actually right around noontime. We'll say it's noontime. Because you had four hours of... Uh, un well, actually, no, that was a couple of days ago. So yeah, we'll say it's between 11 and, and 12. 11 a.m. and noon. Away, how far away are the uh, Sahugan? Uh, about uh, a mile and a half to two miles west uh, along the... Uh, Mist Ridge Strand. Alright, so why don't we touch base with your superior and then we could probably do it. Do it. That sounds good. Let's do it. I'd like, to, okay. I'd like to take a, a little bit of time uh, while we're talking to your superior, I guess, just to uh, switch out some of the parts of my armor. Uh, lightning underwater seems like a bad idea. But, um... Otherwise, so depends on how you aim it. That's very true. There's no, there's no aiming, uh, in that scenario. It's it'll 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 everything. Oh, it would be a bad time for all of us. Ocean? No. Some. All of us would probably get electrocuted. Some general businesses that you're also aware of. I'm just going to rattle these off to let you know and see if... Uh, hi, Chrissy. See if there's anything that catches your ears uh, along the way. Uh, this is mostly Harmony and Willow. Um, and Kate might be aware of a couple of them. Uh, Amina, this is, again, mostly new to you. Okay. Fraudulentes Fineries. Authentic Enchanted Items. The Threads of Fate. Tegan's Tannery. The Fury's Forge. Lumber's Lumberhold, the Miser's Eye, the Triton's Locker, the Beach Leviathan, the Leon Soul uh, the Leon Soul Coster, the Potent Poultice, and the Knight's Inn. What is the Beach Leviathan? That is a tavern. The beached Ooh. Beach Leviathan. I love that. Uh, Triton's Locker. Ba -ba -ba -bum. Yep. The good news is he hasn't tried to set any of these buildings on fire or caused any harm to these buildings. So, yes. Amazing. We've only been here for like 30 seconds. Give it a bit. Not before you declare it a success. <laughs> you know, let them have this. I don't. I don't know anything. Nina <laughs> would like to know where you all keep your wizards. There is also Grumpy Gramps. Grumpy Gramps. <laughs> Grumpy Gramps General Goods. Oh, I love that. God. It's kind of like Dick's Last Resort, but. In Bastion's <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's uh, it's it's a it's a really popular local spot, uh, where the owner is uh over the top ornery, and uh, it's sort of part of the appeal, right? People go there, and it's kind of like it's very New York, you know what I mean? It's very very New York City, 
Like like you go there to get insulted. Very very Pat and Gino's type of thing. Did any did anyone want to visit before we? Because I'm not sure like this is speaking above board. Uh, we can totally go speak to the Lawmaster and then immediately head out for this uh, Sahugan uh, quest. Or did people want to vibe? Do we have a I have place nothing to I want stay? To I don't think we do yet. I, I do think it would be better for us to head out earlier. Um, we don't want to end up um, dealing with ocean shit at night. Yes, we're, yeah, we're not going to no, have any torches underwater. And, <laughs> and that, that's that's all fine. I just I don't want to bring Khadija into a bunch of caves. For so sure. I need we don't to leave her somewhere. <laughs> right. So we can probably um, like talk to Lawmaster, figure out, uh, you know, where you guys are going to stay. Willa and needed then... to change out her armor anyway, so we can always, we can yeah. always do that after we talk to the lore master and then, uh, or law master, and then um, head out from there. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Hell yeah! Right. Just okay. wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, it was a good question. Um... Also, the uh, the cafe is called Honeypot. Fantastic. Ooh. I feel like we'll get robbed there. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. <laughs> Just don't trust anything that says it's not alcoholic. So, All right. what would you like to do? Where would you like to go? You have like nine quests in the world <laughs> open before you. Um, Lawmaster first? Yes, I suppose we're heading to Lawmaster. Um, Harmony will tell Gunther of her plans of the group's plans um if I, I know you mentioned that I should talk to you about the, the pamphlets and, and so on um we can have a talk sometime later if that's okay come sunset I will retire to Isindra's shield in the center you have full access of course to the city being the commander of this regiment of dragon keepers. I'm glad to have met all of you. That being said, I must return to my duties until sunset. When the lieutenant junior grade will take over. Night shift is for the young blood. <laughs> Don't Willow does one of, those, like, one of those like casual two finger salutes as he's walking away. I will do my best to always work smarter, not harder. Good man smiles and company and the four knights uh heavily armored elites just and he says in the meantime uh, i leave you in the, the capable hands of the marshal uh, her district for today is the docks and she has business here as well any questions you can run that by her otherwise she will remain at the docks in the meantime i bid you adieu Maybe we shall speak again soon company and then they just begin to march Honestly, working while retired couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah, it's better than boredom. Mm. This is what essentially retirement for him. 
Go ahead, Amina. It's better than boredom. So, you know, he's doing stuff. He's not just okay. sitting around with a, a sad fishing pole somewhere. Very true, but he's... It's one way to run yourself into the ground, for sure. It's, it's no easy job. Yeah, Christy <laughs> said uh, nine quests, so obviously um, shopping episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bikinis. Clearly, clearly. Beach episode. Mm -hmm. Do one of those anime things where you play, like, volleyball? Heaven's Fire Beach Volleyball? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, isn't dealing with the Sahugana Beach episode? It's less. I feel like it's less sexy. I don't. I feel like you're underselling the Sahugan. <laughs> I don't. Where's your I... imagination? Where's your sense of adventure? I mean, I guess there'll be like that, like, you know, tension of like, will they, won't they? But like, I don't know. <laughs> He is keeping an eye out for one of these, like, pamphlets to read, like. So you are making your way into the city itself from the docks? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. And the marshal just kind of gives you all a nod. I'll be here if you need me. I'll uh, okay. keep an eye on our merfolk friend. Make sure that she's entertained. Also, she's really friendly. Incredible. Yeah. And you kind of see them lock eyes a little bit, and the merfolk just kind of... She's got, like, you know, the webbed fingers, just a little wave to the marshal, and the marshal just... Uh, um... Wow. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just absolutely <laughs> no way. Love it. Yeah. All of us were like, hey. <laughs> Alright. Um, to the lawmaster then, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Willow just, like, falls in behind Harmony, lets her lead the way. I'm gonna group you all together so I can put you on the main map here. Do it. And we'll go back to the Bastion's Hold map. Yeah. I just want to say Harmony was, like, very close to teasing Gunther and calling him uncle. Or like grandpa, <laughs> just, just that, just to make him You're that allowed. level of like. Willow very much wanted to be like. I thought you didn't have any friends, Harmony. He's. I just never had that like opening to be like, hey, what's the, what's all this? What's then? that? What's it to Willow? You, you, you little lying, you lying Susan. What the hell? <laughs> make y'all a little small. There we go. Okay, so over by the docks ward where you find yourself. As you are walking from the docks ward into Bastion's Hold itself, through the narrow city streets, kind of right over here is where you were, kind of winding your way up, kind of stepping in lockstep with you as you are making your way through the city. Uh, someone just falls in with you as you're walking. Can Harmony look to see who it is? Yes, and this is Anna's tarot card. I'm going to show y'all once again. So here we have... This is just my favorite art card. Oh, we lost someone. Who did we lose? Avalon! 
Willow just we disappeared. Never know what happened. Oh, we're gonna have weird cameras for a second. That's very unusual. So let me uh, go ahead and check the Heaven's Fire chat just to. Did you say anything? Oh, uh, I see her typing. She's there. Oh, okay. She's on her way mm. back. Uh, so ignore the cameras. The uh, same thing happened to me with OBS. That was strange. Anyway. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and put her on the map. So, yeah, like, all, like it's no big deal. Just kind of falling in line with you. Does Harmony recognize this person? Ooh. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is someone. How many would remember? I'm okay with them. Uh, I'm okay yeah. with them. Them tagging along with yeah. us. <laughs> right. Oh, hello. Hi. Yeah. Um, How so, many will whew. kind of just what give? I think we're bearing have, with the camera change. We have a hottie with a swimsuit body uh, <laughs> joining our joining our squad. Imagine implying that other that there is a such thing as not being a hottie in this world. <laughs> um okay cool cool uh why who is this person oh they just like joined up they just stepped in line they, they just... just stepped in with us they just yeah. decided part they of our rules around now yeah you were kind of just walking along and this person just kind of joined up with you when it's just kind of casually walking with your group i'm down and she's just like she's definitely following us right this yeah, isn't one of those yeah, occasions just, where you're just walking too closely to right, someone right, else. Right, 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 right. It's it's kind of a little bit of both, yeah. But she's like, yeah. like, like, uh, uh, she they by the way, like, like they're walking with your group, just kind of like. Hello. Can we help you? As you all kind of stop to question them, they kind of look down uh, at the ground, and she kind of kneels and picks up one of the folders. Oh, yeah, one of the folders, one of the flyers, right? One of the pamphlets. And now you can see you have a better view of kind of what's happening around the city. There are these pamphlets everywhere. And there are uh, folks who have been employed, public servants who have been employed to the painstaking task of picking up each and every single one of these flyers that have been strewn throughout the entirety of Bastion's Hold. She just takes a peek at it and looks it over, shaking her head, and then looks up at you. They give a concerned look. And they say, There are bigger things at stake than bickering amongst mortals. And she just kind of hands you the pamphlet. How many will take the pamphlet and read it? I'm gonna give you all a handout. Ooh. <gasps> Willow kind of just scoffs and looks away. She she has had enough uh, of this <laughs> of this crap. <laughs> I love how Look, like quickly she... jaded Willow is becoming because she's just like God. <laughs> she like just came out of college she's got this fucking computer science degree and this like gaming pc that she built herself and she's getting yeah, thrust yeah. into this like 
cosmic warfare crap, and she's just like, man, fuck I this. just want to play Call of Duty, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, did you all get that? Yeah, I see it. Okay. Make sure you all have, yeah, in all your journals. I'll put that up on screen for everyone else. I can adjust the screen anymore, but well then. By the way, that symbol, Amina, with the two dragons and the sword, mm -hmm. that's the symbol of the Kairosian Empire. I deeply enjoy how she was like, there's things bigger than the bickering among mortals. And then this propaganda thing is like, look at this bickering among mortals. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that... Follow our bickering, not this bickering. That that was her intention. It's just to say like, this is, she was looking at this paper, this, this pamphlet, and shaking her head like she's disappointed in oh, what's happening. I thought that was part of the selling. Like I thought no. she was like, this is my pamphlet. I am part of this. No, she kneeled down to pick it up and looked at it and read it and sort of sighed and was looking very dejected and very concerned and then said, there is there are more important things than, to worry about than the bickering amongst mortals, referring to that parchment right. as bickering amongst mortals. No, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. My brain just didn't grasp it for some reason. Uh, sorry. Thank you for the clarification. In any case, these words well, scattered across the city. Indeed. In the dead of night. A distraction from things that are more important. And she looks directly at Key. And just kind of maintains very doesn't furrow her eyes or narrow her brow, just maintains eye contact with Key. Can I insight check as to, to, to like, possibly why? What, like, like... Yes, and I have a very specific reference okay. for this, too. Go ahead and insight check. You already used your advantage, so... Okay. But, yep. Yes, I did. But you still have your bardic. You... Did you use your bardic, or do you have it? I never used my bardic. No, you still have your bardic, yep. How, how much is your It's 1d6. I would say use it now, just, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. now's a good time so to use it. Is... Yeah. My insight mm -hmm. is... That's a... 19. It's very uncomfortable. You know in The Fellowship of the Ring where uh, Galadriel has that moment with Boromir? And rather than kind of narrow her eyes and be like, fuck you, dude, her eyes just get real wide and intense. And you have that moment and you almost feel this, like they're gazing into your soul. And it's a very specific stare of sort of righteous intensity. Making very making she's being very careful not to give give away an air of disdain making it just seem like uh powerful intensity 
in a way. Like she sees you. I look back and give a like nod. They look around at the rest of you and then back at Key. Do not be tempted by sweet words, by the lull of those who wish to lead you astray. And looks at Mabel, says, The gods need our help more than ever. And it falls to champions like you to ensure that this happens. But do not let the honeyed words of the betrayers and of the hells tempt you into quick and easy power. Yeah, warlocks. Well, that felt very targeted. <laughs> Listen, are the gods going to pay off my student loan? I don't right. think so, right? <laughs> Harmony just... We'll, we'll listen to her politely, but she's not buying it entirely. I am so, called. Okay, oh, sorry. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I am called Kirathesia. In your moment of need, should you beseech the will of the gods, I represent the Knights of Isindra. You can find me at the Chapel of Fury, should you have any additional questions or seek guidance in how to reclaim your faith. I am happy to help guide you along the difficult road that you must travel now. When you travel, tread lightly and beware enemies abound within us and beyond. Right under our noses. The way of the betrayer is to bring you in with promises of everything that you have ever desired. It is important that you keep this in mind. It is a slow burn for magic and it is the most difficult to resist. The gods still have hands at work here. You can find guidance should you wish out and grasp those hands at the temple. We will meet again. And she just walks in the other direction. Towards the temple. Unless anyone stops her for any reason. Nope. Are any nope. of you convinced? <coughs> Religious propaganda. Religious propaganda on top of my normal propaganda. It must be a special <laughs> day. <laughs> the next one from Nick, I have what we're going to do at the Lawmaster's Hall. So, there we go. So, yeah, I... but... Go ahead. There's been... There's been a lot of talk of gods and stuff lately, and I'm just tired. It's too big. It's it's beyond me. It is not. I am absolutely tired of gods. <laughs> I'm just gonna focus on the on the smaller stuff that I that I can affect, that I can 
do something about and leave the god stuff to the gods. So, uh, Amina, this is less of a concern for the Eladrin, the four houses of Eladris being on the the sort of the fringes of the empire, kind of being sort of like a neutral, uh, neutral ally, kind of like, uh, so to speak. So it's less concerning to you, but Mabel is very distraught by what she's reading. For sure. Likely she is distraught. I'm thinking Basically. Amina is just trying to not be embarrassed because it's like, yep, that's that's just a, a big old crest of my country. And yep, just, just printed right on there. I will say that I'm going to, in this very one specific situation, speak for Mabel. And she says, this can't be right. This, there's no way this is right. This has got... I wouldn't do this. I would have known if something was happening. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we'll take some time and figure it out. But I, I think first, the small stuff? Just because I, I know that she would be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I at the very least wanted to express that she's concerned because I know she's going to be. Where would you like to go? Lawmaster's Hall, right? Yeah. Okay. So it is a fortress, so it's not as large as some of the other cities, but... Hmm. Yeah, it's about a couple of miles to the other side. Uh, about a mile and a half to the Justicar's building. About a mile winding in and out about a mile and a half so uh you start walking and uh about 20 minutes later like after kind of winding your way through the city actually let me pull out my i have a thing for this as they walk harmony would be kind of and on your left you see like yeah, giving yeah, tour yeah. guide barbie giving, yeah giving a little <laughs> giving a little tour um just in case anything that uh would pique the interest of anyone in the party. She'll kind of, you know, yeah. I'm thinking back to that moment in Captain America, the first Avenger, when he's in the car with Peggy on the way to the like scientist or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and I got beat up in that alley. And like, I'm imagining, <laughs> got beat up in that I'm alley. something like that. But it's like Harmony talking about like, the things that she did that are like achievements not like i got beat up over there and like yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like, it's like i i beat someone up over there oh, right <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly honestly um she would probably mention a fight or two that she got into she wouldn't get what into the beautiful. details but she definitely she would say that she didn't start the fight, but she certainly finished it. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Starry eyes. Um... <laughs> like Steven Universe. It's like, whoa! <laughs> Go ahead, did you have a question, Avalon? No, no, I'm, I'm just trying to... Mm. Brain's on cooldown, apparently. Right. It's not working with me right now. Somebody go ahead and roll also, a d20. Also, my internet keeps blipping, so I'm not thrilled with that. Uh, I know. Well, somebody go ahead and roll a d20 for me, please. 
as you make your way to the Justicar's building. I got a four. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no. Um, Y'all can blame me. I'm sorry socially. Please don't cancel me. It's in the... All right. So you walk... Uh, you get about to here. Here is a sort of little slum here. And you can see that there are uh, a group of children playing outside. And these... There are... Uh, there's a halfling child, uh, two half-elven children... Uh, and two human children, and they uh, seem to be running uh, around in a circle um, around a uh, female, uh, a small uh, girl tiefling, and they seem to be kind of calling her names as they're running around in the circle, and she's crying. And it's kind of in line. Uh, this is a very poor section of the city, Um there's a lot of uh, a lot of folk in this portion of the city uh, by Fernando's fineries uh, that are um, of different uh, beyond the expected sort of humans, half elves, halflings of the Vascratoria and the occasional dragonborn. Uh, and tieflings are looked down upon as sort of remnants of the, especially here. There is a pretty strong element of xenophobia and bigotry within the Vascratoria, but they're very clearly bullying this poor girl. Key. No, no, that will not stand. Distraught. Uh, Amina immediately. No, Amina. uh, She immediately pulls out her flute and hits the highest E she (laughs) possibly can, and just stops the whole thing. Willow at the same time is like yelling at them. Okay. Hey. They're like one of the uh, the the halfling, uh, just kind of walks up to you and uh, about maybe like ten, as you say hey, and just goes fuck off. Oh my god! What's this little shit's AC? No. Uh, <laughs> Who is this little, little child? Sassy <laughs> child. <laughs> There was, I'm, I'm thinking of a really funny Childish Gambino skit about this little kid with the, with the babysitter, but I'm not going to say it. So is it that instead? Kids. I don't know how to yeah. respond to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mabel. Mabel would probably. No, I'm just going to mark. I'm just going to push right past the children because while I am literally the oldest person here, I still feel like I'm closer to their age than like, you know. That's fair the other other people's ages and i'm just gonna go up to the little girl and i'm gonna kneel down and just sweetheart are you okay you kind of yeah you all kind of push yourself and interject yourselves in and they're like ah, you know the the halfling is like kind of can, gives you a look and yeah, go ahead as amina does that can harmony like i don't know how else to describe it other than like walk up intimidatingly to the kids okay. and just kind of just stare down at them as yeah. if like you're in so much trouble. Chee-chee. You're not going to see the light of day. Intimidation check at advantage because you're you're wearing official military regalia. And w- once once you step forward, you're like, Chee. go ahead, Key. Key also will give these kids the most intimidating look. By you remember that I thing I did session zero zero <laughs> zero zero the I thing like 
you and Essie were the only ones there, so zero zero. It was. I, I think so. Um, um, it's changing my eyes to the complete. Oh yeah, the 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 black. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So you can also make an intimidation check, and it will also lower the DC collectively. Twenty-three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So these kids kind of like most of them immediately like kind of 22. stand at attention. Yeah. And your eyes kind of begin to they smoke a little bit as they turn black, and there's a steam, and they're like, and uh, the. I suggest you run along now. One of the the half elven children is like, "There's something wrong with your eyes." And then they're like, come on, let's let's get out of here. And then uh, as they run off, you just hear them chanting demon spawn, demon spawn, as they kind of run away. And the little girl is like in tears. Sorry, it breaks my heart. I hate this. <laughs> Sorry, Key... go on, Amina. Key would be over with Amina at the child. After hearing the demon spawn, demon spawn. And she just kind of looks up at you with these big doughy eyes. I won't be able to stop them forever, but I can stop them right now. My friends are really tough. She just wipes her tears and just, hey, can I come with you? Sweetheart, we are going somewhere very dangerous. Let's adopt the child. I want to adopt this child so bad. I want to adopt this uh, child. Sort of like a purple, purple tiefling. Yeah. Like oh, sort of I want to adopt eyes. this child. Let's take so the child. cute. Yeah. <sighs> She's got Can a little flower in, like, behind one of her horns, and sort of like a frock, a very plain commoner's frock dress. Duh. I have a question for you. I would yeah. like to adopt this child. DM? Yes. I. Uh, this is going somewhere. Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a game where you can terrorize the children. Yeah, especially if they're bullies. Yeah. Um. Do. Do I get the the uh, sense that the intrepid's probably going to be at the dock for like the rest of today? Mm -hmm. And like you like restocking and stuff, and then yeah. setting out tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Likely, yeah. Do you? Do you have parents? Actually, um, uh, you're getting the sense that, uh, Harmony, you know that this area in particular it has a, this large building is an orphanage and there's about 120 children in it at all times. Harmony will just look to, um, Willow and just kind of shake her head. Here, um, uh, she'll... Willow will take a moment to sort of dig around in her in her bag um, and she uh, pulls out like another one of those small toys um, this one uh, instead of it, like walking around on its own and like quacking like the little duck did um, she uh, turns the turnkey and it just kind of it just kind of glows um, and it's just this little like it's sort of like teddy bear, essentially. Um, here. Ah. Uh, sorry, I lost the goal I had with that. You um, hear, you hear a voice, a feminine voice behind you. I can put in for adoption. 
she kind of just wipes her tears and looks behind you. And you can see there is not necessarily as common in Bastion's Hold. Not necessarily as common as uh, most cities in the Voskratoria. A drow woman with a blindfold over her eyes. Sort of grayish dark robes standing, looking directly at her. How old are you? You asking the tiefling? The little girl. Eight. Gonna hold up. Eight. What's your name? My name's Willow. My name is Dawn. Nice to meet you, Dawn. Like Here, the early um, morning dawn in the sunrise. That's really pretty. I picked it myself. Thank you. It was either dawn or sunrise. I like them both, but dawn was shorter. We, like like my friend said, we are going to be doing something really dangerous soon. She can't come with us um, for a long time. But I have a friend. He is the captain of a boat. Have you ever been on a boat? Um, no. Who's who's this lady? And gonna points over at the drow. I have no idea. <laughs> I've actually been searching for all of you, and to see a child with such a need in such a terrible place warms my heart. Where I come from. She would be treated like royalty. I misunderstood. I thought this was the person that, taking that care of the orphanage. I definitely no, thought no, no, this, no, no, this no, no, was no, the no, person. No. I, I thought she was like, I'll get the paperwork. No, no, no. Take this no, little no. demon spawn. Oh my god. Okay, cool. No, this we're good. Um, that yeah, sounds that's why she was like what this that. child needs. This child does not need the life that she is dealt here. She, no, this nobody one? needs this kind of life. This woman kind of kneels down and she kind of weaves a little magic in her fingertips and it kind of goes and wraps itself around the forehead of the tiefling and makes a whole flower crown of these beautiful violet flowers. Nice. She just What's your What's your name? I am Sierra Aravena. And I had heard the dragon keepers have a new unit. One that solves problems. Are we a unit? I mean, we attempt to be. That's the you're, word around the, the city. You're the only one. Uh, Willow gestures towards Harmony. She's the only one who's actually in Voskratoria. Well, you're all sort I'm, of official auxiliaries. Yeah. Well, oh, that's right. There was paperwork in Halivas. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. There was paperwork. You had about possibly accidentally enlisting <laughs> your services, Willow. Um, it's kind of part of the deal. You know, I had forgotten. Thank you for the reminder on that. Um. Here, uh, someone else take the lead. I'm having I'm having trouble right now. Uh, Willow's just gonna like crowd, like sit on the ground next to the next to Dawn, and just sort of tinker with a little toy just to just to make it better, and then give her have her okay. have something if she ends up leaving with this drow woman. Okay, 
Um, so she's just sitting on the ground, sort of tinkering with something for a few minutes. So, pardon. Is anyone looking at Key? I mean, uh, you weren't hiding those uh, the the smoky black eyes, right? With the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering because anyone paying attention would notice Key is like almost shaking in anger from the situation. Yeah. Amina has introduced herself to Dawn. Um, okay. and yep. the wheels in her head were turning and it's just like, okay, this little girl doesn't have any parents. What's one more kid? And she's just like, I could totally just write a letter real quick and then just send her to my phone. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. One more kid that my brother has somebody to play with. It's great. Um, so she's a little sketch of this woman right. who you appeared have... out of nowhere. You have the uh, you have the the Kairosian uh, emissaries which came over on the ship with you. Uh, you have the uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Ivana Rasmund. Uh, likely by now, Ivana and um, I believe Masila Lesseri was taking position in Halavas, and Ivana Rasmund was traveling on the ship with you. So likely she's checked in by with the uh, embassy by now. So there's a couple of options. But also this woman is kind of still just here. So what are your intents and purposes? Do you wish to adopt this child? I'm curious. I do. This child could very easily join society of the Crimson Wood Drow. Those that follow the goddess. Which is why I have come seeking your aid. It would not be ideal, but it would get her away from this situation. True, I suppose, but why should... Just because you come from a society that would praise her or treat her kindly doesn't mean that you yourself... As they would all women and feminine-presenting individuals, we're a matriarchy. Yes, Do it. mean you yourself would make a great parent that takes a lot more than compliments and being adorned. Or well, your, by many. your friend thinks I should do it, but I can understand your reservations. And she looks directly at Key and just smiles directly at you. Key's eyes have gone back to normal. When she this looks, child deserves better. You can give her better. Many could give her better. We shouldn't just hand this child off to the first stranger that comes along. Or am I crazy for thinking that? Now she looks back and over at Amina and says, Our very vibrant and floral friend has an alternative suggestion. I simply wish to remove this child from a situation that she does not deserve to be in. If you have other options, I would have you explore the best possible one for this child. I absolutely do have other options. My own family has taken in, at least in my lifetime, one other foundling. And she's wonderful. Do you have Khadija with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do anything with Khadija? Oh, she's already handed her off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gone has like... Khadija. 
And Khadija's like running around her, and she's just giggling. Oh Khadija's yeah, just running around just her like shoulders, hopping on her horns, and just showing her that that she is just yeah. like, loved and lovely and demon spawn. No child is demon spawn, not in the way they were saying it. I mean, you may have demon origins, but like, it's not your fault. And who cares? You know, the trial. You don't get exactly. to pick. You you do not get to pick your parents. And even you if you did, get to choose your heritage. And and even if you did, so what? The word demon gets a bad name. I'm positive of that. <laughs> My father would agree with you. Omni takes a deep, calming breath and will look to Amina. You mentioned your family would be willing. Don't you have a lot of family members already? Is that not too much? Well, the majority of my siblings are adults and, you know, my, my one sister is actually trying to have another child, so why not adopt? And And not to... Again, I don't I don't want to make assumptions, but your family are financially ready to look after a child as well, yes? An additional one. Oh yes. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I I, I have multiple parents, which means multiple incomes. Uh, my sister who is attempting to have another child is a druidess and um her partner is um He's an accountant, so he's a little bit boring. But, you know, who doesn't need a little bit boring? What do you do? I'm an accountant. Where do you work? At the place where At accountants work. At a place where work. accountants work. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How many scenes? She, she would be loved. She would get to see the sun. I mean, no offense, um, but I see you're blindfolded, which means that I'm assuming you can see, but sunlight's not really your thing. Children need sunlight. There is plenty of light in the Crimson Wood. I simply lost my eyesight and have learned to use other means of seeing. Fancy. Thank you. I... I just know that with my family... We would know for sure that she would be taken care of and away from all this. The Crimson Wood is currently involved in a civil war, which is why we are here. It wouldn't be the safest, as I mentioned, but it is an option. If you believe she will be safer with your people, I'm assuming with the elves of Eladris in the east, within the Karosian Empire, being such a neutral party in the Empire, that might be a better option. She also seems to have taken a liking to your... I don't want to say weasel. What is that? What exactly is? Is a it mink. weasel? Mink. Okay. Is a mink. Seems to have taken a liking to your mink. Khadija is very much a people person. And now um, she went from zero options to two. Lucky girl. So I guess maybe I was wrong. You know, she's talking to to Dawn now. Maybe I can stop them forever. That would be really nice. <laughs> not having a cell phone just <laughs> a quick text hey uh i found a kid i'm sending her home <laughs> i found a kid she's ours now um love you <laughs> yeah. 
Well, uh, you know that Ivana Rasmund is essentially kind of almost like uh, Kyrosians are very, um, are very like our society is the best. We are the best people and they tend to be very happy, very friendly. And, you know, particularly Ivana is very good with kids. Okay. Um... So that could be an option if you wanted to uh, send her to the embassy. I mean, that would be a good place for her to wait until I could get her home. Yeah. You would obviously have to check in with the... Um, yeah, no, we get the, I mean, if we just take her now, that's kidnapping, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> Harmony, we can't just kidnap the child. We have to tell the adults in the facility that we're taking her, and I'm sure... Because there's it, so many, they'll be glad to be rid of her. They, they oh, would. Um, you know that for a fact. They would be very, very happy and probably send you out of there without a second thought and be like, "Here, just sign here for temporary custody." Harmony is acting as like a like a social worker right now. Harmony is asking all the questions to like try and make sure this kid's getting to a good home. Yeah. Um, and and I get that. Like Amina is not at all offended by the questions you're asking because you're you're right to ask them. But yeah, no. She's also very positive that whether she gives her to her parents or to her sister, little girl's gonna be straight. Dawn will be perfectly fine with her family. Key is just trying everything in them to calm themselves down from like the whole situation. Like they they're mm -hmm. finally like calmer, but they're like. Ooh. Also, welcome in raiders. Welcome, thank you. We're currently deciding, the party's currently deciding what to do with uh, an, an orphan tiefling girl that was being bullied viciously by some really nasty children who they scared off and sent packing. Um, she went from zero options to two, and now there's kind of an ethical discussion, ethical discussion or like a funny discussion in chat about adventurers, why are you abducting children? But there is some options being discussed here. So also welcome in our friends at Absolute 20 Pod. We love you. Thanks for for joining us. We are queer witches playing tabletop role-playing games, and we're a tarot card system. Speaking of a tarot card system, this whole... this incident was a random table, but meeting this particular drow of the Crimson Wood, this was from the other tarot card pull from here. That is... That is the ranger, and one of the tables uh, on the ranger is to uh, meet one of the uh, individuals with the Crimson Wood. We went with this one that was from one of the rolls and another tarot card pull from Rory. So thank you, everyone. Welcome in new friends. Uh, if you're queer or a witch or love tabletop role playing games, you can join our discord here. I also just pulled some art from Rexy, R-U-X-I. Go and look them up on the Googles. Please go say hello to them. Uh, hi, Kat. And that's our discord. And we're also going to these are the tarot cards we use. Weird works. And that is another one. I'm going to look that up in the meantime. But uh, I just want to say, uh, you go support Ruxy, R-U-X-I. And here you go. Here's Dawn. Um, as they're having that discussion about where she's going and all the adoption and stuff, um, Willow just asks, um, so what do you like to do for fun? Like, do you read or play with stuff or draw? What do you do? Um, well, no one taught me how to read, but I would really like to learn. <laughs> um, I see you! <laughs> I, I do... <laughs> <laughs> 
I do a lot of um, drawing and sketching. I'm kind of good at that. Okay. Actually, I gave her a little token. It's on the map now. Um, so I have a question for you, DM. Give me yes. a second to switch tabs real quick. Alright, so under Magical Tinkering, one of the effects is um, a static visual effect appears on one of the object's surfaces. Mm -hmm. This effect can be a picture, up to 25 words of text, lines and shapes, or a mixture of these elements as you like. My question is, could I have that essentially be like a... Um... Oh, heck. Could I have that be something where she could, like, trace a simple picture on something and then shine it like a flashlight? And it would, like, project the, the image if she drew something? Yeah, actually, um, you, you gave you gave her a little, um, a little uh, I'm, toy, I'm right? A little, I'm actually pulling back on that to make the toy a bit more specific. So that, well, tell uh, you it's what. A different, a different have, toy instead. I have good news for you. Tarot card pull. Rory. The construct, go nuts. You have a flash of genius and you want to do everything you can to make this little girl happy. You can make whatever banana hands toy, no restrictions, go nuts. You have this inspired genius. Like I got to make something fucking awesome for this kid. I have All to. Right, so from the moment it she backed out of the conversation, mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. has essentially been creating yeah, yeah, an yeah. Etch-A-Sketch for this little girl. <laughs> okay. She she has awesome. Willow yeah. has been Willow has been creating an edge of sketch for this child. Um but and that's not, what she not a shitty one that you can only go up and down. One you can actually like it's a lot easier to move around. It's like got a little stylus sure. pen on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stylus edge sketch. She creates her this like drawing tool. Mm -hmm. Um and she's sort of showing her how to use it uh, when the conversation is wherever it currently is. Um, Everyone's like, where did this come from? <laughs> Um, yeah, and then if you just, if you shake it, it'll clear the picture and you can draw new stuff and you can just do that as much as you want. She just kind of like, oh, eyes kind of sparkling in that anime way. I love it. And then she kind of looks I'm over happy. her shoulder at Khadija and be like, isn't this so pretty? And what is, what's her name? And kind of points over at Khadija. Oh, that's Khadija. Khadija and kind of like puts her hand out and Khadija gives like little um, mink licks on her hands and she just kind of giggles a little more like <laughs> okay well i think now is a good time to ask you what you want to do I this agree. nice lady over here is offering to take you to her home where like she said you'll be raised well and, and treated well and revered even um and that that's a big fancy word for People won't be mean to you anymore for any reason. Um, or you can come to my family where it would be similar. Um, either way, you'll learn to read and write. And I'm not entirely sure what happens in the Crimson Wood and or how they manage themselves because I'm a stranger here. But I know that if I were to send you to my family... They would take into account your talents. So drawing and anything else that you may learn to I do. I want to do that. She seems really nice, <laughs> but I want to do that. And you just see the drow just smile. Give a very warm smile and a little bow. 
And she looks over at Mabel and Willow and says, A creation of a market of opportunity for this child. I can't think of anything better. Yeah, so I'm just gonna... We need to make a stop. We, we need to go to the embassy. I need to take her to the embassy. And then you'll wait there with some very nice people until I can get either my mom or what you know one of my moms or one of my sisters to come and pick you up i'm ready i'm excited let's go now <laughs> anything to get away from those <laughs> yes we will, we will get you far far away from all of this but first we have to go tell the grown-ups in charge that we're taking you I think I actually need to hop out. My internet is being spotty. It keeps freezing. Like y'all keep freezing on me and stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hop out. Um, you, that's gonna mess up all the cameras. You got five minutes. I don't know. Okay. All I know <laughs> is the is is my internet is being real real rough. Um, I'll okay. stick around. I'll try. Cool, anyway. cool, Because cool. even even just a a stoic a stoic Avalon is better than the ten minutes of shuffling the cameras. So I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so uh, you head into the, uh, and thank you for being stoic, Sentinel Avalon. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, you head into the orphanage. You are able to pick up the documents, and there is um, uh, a, kind of a larger, a larger dwarven woman, a little uh, um, rotund, uh, and she is very uh, happy to immediately it's less than five minutes takes the paperwork and she has kids hanging off of her who are very attached <laughs> to her and she's she has it has nothing to do with dawn herself she's like great one less person in here there there is <laughs> a crowded there is a small half orc uh baby that she has that is pulling on her beard she has these kind of uh it's, it's kind of clean here and then the beard mutton chops come down into three beards and the little half orc is just pulling on the hair, and the other kids are kind of like, and she kind of waits. So she's like, "All right, all right, paperwork, and here we go. Here's the folder. Just need you to sign here, please. It is not the beard." Uh, just to like readjust the half orc baby who keeps kind of like readjusting itself to pull the beard, and she just kind of keeps spinning it, <laughs> spinning him. <laughs> and uh, she's like, "All right, here it is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll just sign the paperwork, and off we go." Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll make the half-work, uh, he. Okay, so she keeps, uh, spinning them, him around, and you can see that the half-work baby is very, very agile, and they're kind of, uh, she's always kind of struggling with him, like, up and down, and trying to, like, <laughs> kind of, like, climbs over her shoulder at one point, and there's also, like, again, there is another dwarven child, uh, a, a half-elven child, and a human child that are, like, on her legs as she's like shuffling through they're like four all about four years old and uh there's about another 50 running around inside uh and there's like soft you know foam balls being thrown around everywhere it is like <laughs> kind of dodging all of this stuff and sort of wax crayons and uh you will oh take my. the paperwork and she's like i'm glad one of them is one of us is going to a lovely home uh, good luck, and uh, I need to get back and sort of get some of these children off of uh, off my legs. So uh, I appreciate you very much, and best of luck to Dawn. It is just like heartbroken because she can't she can't take like more of them with her. There's like there's this like another the moment of now. silence, and you see like a little pale green hand just like. Oh. 
And then we're just like... <laughs> whilst, whilst that is happening, uh, Harmony will approach Key. And we'll just say, um, are you alright? You seemed a bit shaken back there. I don't know how much you heard from Darius about my mother's death. Quite a bit. There were people calling her terrible names, and in turn, I grew up with quite a bit myself, but nobody deserves that life. I'm sorry you went through that. And you're right, nobody deserves that kind of treatment just because of how they're born, what heritage they have. That's exactly it. Nobody deserves any sort of treatment because of what heritage they have. Well, anytime you feel like that again, do let me know. I'm not the most open of people, but I can try and do my best to help dissuade any emotions that are overbearing that you might be feeling. I appreciate it very much. Of course. I'm just glad to see semblance of a better life for that child. Yes. We were able to help one of many. There are some that don't get to see that kind of luck. I suppose. Being saved, that is. Yes. I'm more lucky than others. That I can agree with. As you make your way to the far side of the city, your timeline will be extended. You'll probably, uh, backtracking, you'll get to the Justicar's building probably closer to uh, 3 34 o'clock in the afternoon, but in the process of adopting a child. You make your way to the western portion of the city, into the noble district, into the noble ward, just to the west of the Queen's Gate. You rendezvous with Ivana Rasmund, the Minotaur, who is now the emissary to Bastion's Hold, uh, or to Bastion's Hold and the City of Lights. After checking in with the two, uh, the pre-existing emissary in Bastion's Hold, and finding Ivana, um, seeing a Minotaur for the first time is an experience for Dawn. As she looks up at Ivana, who is about seven feet tall, seven, uh, seven, two, or so, and just kind of, <gasps> kind of starry eyes, and she's like, oh, he's this adorable child! Well, she's either my sister or my niece. Uh, that hasn't really been determined yet. I need to message my family, like, right now. We can arrange that. It's a very well-kept 
uh, embassy. Uh, there's like a hanging garden outside that has Kairosian plants. Uh, it's over here, by the way. A little garden that she can run around in, and she just... <gasps> and Dawn just, you have horns too. She's like, yes, you can touch them if you want. They're very nice. I just kind of scented them down this morning. And she just... <gasps> and kind of, you know, is touching uh, Ivana's horn. I'm like, wow. And she's like, isn't it beautiful? Isn't it glorious? I like yours too. So look at her ways to go. But she's like... She's like, I bet they'll be fantastic when they're fully grown. Very prominent. And she says, you would, you like my horns? Of course I do. And they're just having an absolute moment together. Oh, and they I seem to it. be immediately connecting. And having done some good in the world, uh, tech gremlins continuing to assail us from every direction, uh, including all the way on the other side of the country. But having done some good, and rescuing an orphan from what was essentially a random table encounter. We're going to go ahead and, as you plan to travel to the Jessica's building to check in on other things, and having sort of gained your footing in Bastion's Hold, taking a deep breath, uh, the drow following you there, and waiting to speak to you more about what's happening in the Crimson Wood, a tarot cards having been cleared, Seeing Dawn interact with Ivana and immediately bond with her, you all smile and breathe a sigh of relief. And I will say officially to all of you, welcome to Valtheria, welcome to Bastion's Hold, welcome to the world of Valeria. And we'll pause our story here for this week. Pick up again in two weeks. Thank you, everybody. Wee! Yeah, we're going to real quick jump over and raid our friends at the Game Fox TV. And I'll post our Discord one more time. Again, if you're a queer or a witch and you want to hang out with other queer witches who love TTRPGs, you can join our Discord. And we're going to go ahead and raid the Game Fox TV.